Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Morning Dinner Podcast. It's your boy, Keem. And Chuck, what up? And we host the Morning Dinner Podcast, which is a podcast based out of Las Vegas, where we sit down and have conversations with creators, entrepreneurs, and hustlers. Today, we got Nudia in the house. Hey. hey. Nudia. How you doing? How's your day? It's good. It's, it's good. It's going good so far. Yeah? You getting ready for tomorrow's show? Yeah, I'm excited. Tomorrow's, I have a double tomorrow, which is nice, because I don't have, like, a Valentine. Nice. But I'm making shmoney. There so you go. Like, uh, hey. That's the Valentine. That's the Valentine. <laughs> what two shows are you doing tomorrow? Um, I'm doing a Galentine's Day brunch oh, nice. um, over at Cafe Lola in Summerlin. And then right after, I have to run to Commonwealth to get ready for um, Cricket's Playhouse. So. Okay, yeah. nice. Well, we, before before we get <laughs> before we get carried away, uh-huh. uh, can you really real quick just tell people who you are and what you do out here in Vegas? Well, I'm Nudia. I'm a radio personality for ninety eight point five KLUC and Q one hundred point five, and I also DJ and I'm also a voiceover artist. So there's like a ton of stuff going so on. So so this this whole podcast is in the realm of your kind of what you do, right? You I feel in front really of a comfortable. Microphone. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Like, yeah, when you're like, oh, are you used to wearing headphones? I'm like, I live my life like wearing headphones half the time. So nice. it feels, yeah, no, this comfy. I have, comfy to, I have to ask, like, what what was it that inspired you to decide to take a career choice path in like audio, either DJing or being a radio personality, all that? Um, I think it was, I well, I always loved radio growing up. Like, I remember so many times where it was just, you're so into radio and you like get attached to the personalities yeah. and like they're always fun and cool and they yeah. know what's going on and then they're giving away stuff for free. So you're like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> I always just like loved radio. And then I went to college and I got into a, a broadcast program and they, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm, I think I'm going to pick TV. But I kept getting in trouble because I would put music beds under my stories. And they're like, you can't do that. And I was like, but I want there to be music. Like, it's boring. And so, and then um, I also, like, smiled too much. (laughs) And so, like, when I'd be on camera, like, I just smiled. Like, it's natural for me. And then especially if I get nervous, like, I smile even Even more. more. (laughs) Yeah, so they're like, no, you can't smile all the time. And I'm like, what do you mean? The TV's more serious. (laughs) Yeah, so then, like, so that's when I was I had always wanted to pursue my career in radio and then uh, I just switched from TV to, to radio and my counselor because I had to switch switch counselors so my TV counselor's like but you're, you have so much talent you're so talented yeah. I'm like I know, but if I stuck with everything I was talented at, I wouldn't get anywhere because yeah. there's so many things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I'm just being funny, but <laughs> <laughs> but so um, I've just always loved music and then that kind of translates to DJing mm-hmm. and then I love talking. So that translates to voiceover work and stuff like that. So it, it was just kind of like a natural fit. I feel like if you have a personality right. where you like music and you like to talk a lot and you're super outgoing, it's like a perfect career, you know? Yeah. I feel like there, there needs to be a platform, like a social media platform for voice. You we know, can or, only or, talk. Or, or maybe, or maybe have like Instagram let you upload voice clips to your to your pictures or something like that. Because I feel like a lot of the, the social media world's been dominated by photo and video. Visual. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, but there's not really like I remember there used to be this app called Voxer. Do you guys remember the Vo- yeah. Voxer app? Oh, where you'd where be you able would, to send messages, yeah. send voice, voice messages. messages. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. you don't want to talk, but you don't want to you don't want to FaceTime. You just want to real quick just send a, a message that they can replay. 
You yeah, know? I mean, you could kind of do that in iMessage right now, but it's I'm kind of like, yeah, or like a social media or, or like yeah. call someone on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I guess if you don't want to do like a long talk, you're like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person. <laughs> hey, who who calls anybody on the phone anymore? Though? <laughs> like, I know a lot of people that just don't answer their phone. Yeah, <laughs> well, hey, I'll clear I'll clear it up right now, and I'll tell you why. Because sometimes we're we're afraid that's a debt collector right there. If I don't have your phone number saved, man, I'm not answering your phone. Yeah, call. I tell people if it's important, like you'll leave a message. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, leave I, a message. Who le- who listens to their messages still? Though? I do. I do. do you really? Do. Yeah. <laughs> and low key, like if I got like three or four voicemails, <laughs> and I'm sitting, I'm I'm TMI. If I'm in the bathroom, I'm saying I just pop up the phone and listen to them. But that's the thing, thing is, uh, they they it trans so you can see the oh, actual that's true. Yeah, so it's it like oh okay now. I know what that's this true. is like, this is Teresa from the student loan I don't know I don't know the last person who's left me a voicemail like, do you pick really? up all your calls though <laughs> I don't get that many calls oh, you get text messages <laughs> but I do talk on the phone a lot I feel like I'm one of the, the few people who will like still talk on the phone a lot yeah um, I'll I'll say this though, like the I think I think the, there's been a big gap between like messaging on iMessage or like texting, and then also like your Instagram D- DMs. Like I'll check my Instagram DMs before I check my text messages. <laughs> Is that something that you go through? You know, it's it's weird because now there's like so many forms of communication yeah. to where it's like you have like facebook message or i facebook yep. oh no our ig dm'd you and then sometimes it'll end up in like your random ig yeah. dm folder and then like you have your emails and your yep. text so you just have to i feel like it's a lot of like pressure you have to check everything all the mm-hmm. time it sucks and it's just like especially like I, you know i just started like actually doing gigs as a dj yeah so this is my first time kind of being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and i'm like if it's yo it's like it's work you know oh, it is yeah, for sure. like social it, media is a full-time job if you're trying to make money off of it yeah 100 it's just like you know you have to be in your emails you have to be in your text messages on your phone calls and i'm just like and because the, the radio world it's still pretty corporate it's yeah. still you clock in you get your paychecks you you know things like you have a schedule but it's like yo if you want to take two days off as entrepreneur that's great but guess what like at some point you're yeah. gonna have to yeah. make some money you know and then god forbid your story runs out because uh, it only stays up yeah. for 24 hours <laughs> and then you realize oh crap why is a little plus sign next to my name like i gotta upload something gotta keep that engagement yeah. up yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so how long have you been in at 98.5 I I've been there since last July. Okay. Yeah, I was at another station, uh, Q100. Uh, no, Q106.9. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I was at another radio station um, for three years here in Vegas. Okay. And uh, you know there was like some stuff that happened, and then I decided it was time to make a change and go to the next place, like yeah. with more opportunities. And so um, I went over to KLUC, and then from there. They decided uh, to also put me on Q one hundred point five, which is the throwback stations, because KLUC is pop, right? Mm-hmm. So it's playing all your pop hits, and then Q plays all your R and B and hip hop throwbacks. Ooh. So it's right. really cool because I've gotten to expand my music knowledge, my music library, yeah. And uh, also, it's kind of like different vibes. You know, you get to kind of be like two different people a mm-hmm. little bit you know what's your background in music like what kind of music genre did you grow up listening to originally I, you know what i grew up and i'll i have to, i've told people this it's so funny in my household like a sunday yeah consisted of us sitting like my whole family me my dad my sister myself we would sit and we'd watch 
music videos. Like we had music videos on DVDs. Yeah. We had on like DVDs. Yeah, on DVDs Damn. we had we had Janet Jackson's whole music video collection. Yeah. Uh, Madonna, Mariah Carey, Beyonce, and we'd watch music videos. I didn't as even a know you could, yeah. I didn't even know you could buy music videos yeah, me like either. that. Yeah, no, they have their music yeah. video collections, and so what? I grew That's up crazy. in a super pop household, yeah. like super mainstream you know like super you know female pop music oriented like oriented 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 Oriented? yeah i was like i second guessed myself i was like it's not a little weird so um so my my background in music is like super pop yeah that's that's kind of what i grew up on so like all the all the classics madonna and all that stuff yeah you know Mm. michael jackson prince yeah i grew up i grew up on, on on mexican music yeah. Like that. What was it? What's that? What's that radio station? One hundred three point five. The one that plays like all the Mexican jams, yeah. all the corridos. Isn't there a few of them? Oh, there's, a, there's a couple. Like some of, banda a, stuff. Yeah, banda. You know what I mean? Like all that, all that stuff. I, I on a Saturday, Sunday, you'd wake up and that music was blasting. Yeah, that was, that that was means, my grandma that would and, do that. And that means you got to get to clean get <laughs> or, get, or get out the house. You know what I mean? Yeah, I grew up in a household. Or my, get out the house. <laughs> get out exactly. the house. <laughs> How many people have you interviewed so far? Like working for ninety eight point five. I've I've interviewed kind of quite a uh, quite a couple um oh. i am i'm putting out we're releasing me and rob one track mine okay we're um we are releasing a web s- s- series um and social series like with a few people that we've interviewed oh, like some nice. people in music some people in like you know some people of value you know right. to the public right um and so we've gotten a few musical artists on there we're doing charlie xcx this friday Ooh, nice. she's gonna be at brooklyn bowl so um, my big thing is that interviews are usually pretty long. Oh yeah. You know, or you're really trying to find that moment, you know, like yeah. I see on your guys' Instagram, like you find that one, the golden yeah. moment where it's like, oh, that's going to pique people's interest and that's going to yep. make them want to come and watch the whole interview. So my, my mentality, um, it's called your top three and my mentality when I made it, I was like, you know what? There's some times where we do shows or we're interviewing someone where like you're literally backstage. They're about to go on and perform at a concert. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to ask them three questions, yeah. like three random ass questions. And let's see, like, do you, you know, like what's what do you like? What's your favorite food to eat? Right. Like, do you yeah. eat? like guardian style burritos like yeah. what you do you know like like just just things um and it's kind of funny because i i i did an interview with steve aoki uh-huh. i was like do you go to whole foods you know <laughs> yeah. and he was like honestly i live in henderson so i'm always at the whole foods in henderson oh nice and i was that's like fun. that's like funny you know yeah. so it's just like besides those questions of like so what are you working on yeah or like yeah, yeah. it makes them know? a little bit more real like human yeah, because I feel like robot. if you're a fan, whoever's going to watch the content of that person is yes. a fan. They've heard all the basic questions. You know, like, how'd you get your start in music? Yeah. Or like, when and then, and tell me about this song. Exactly. Tell me about this. So it's just like, it's, it's kind of, it was kind of just like, what, what are some just like three random ass things about you that yeah. no one knows that would just be fun, right. you know, fun, for, fun facts for people to know. So, um, so through that, I've, I've gotten to interview a couple of people and, um, and throughout my radio career, I've been really lucky and gotten really cool opportunities. I think my favorites are the ones that you interview before they blow up. Yeah. Cause then they yeah. blow up and you're like, what did you interview I, before they blew up? Uh, Alessia Cara. Ooh. So yeah. I interviewed, I interviewed Alessia Cara 
It's, it's Alessia, not Alicia. No, no, Alessia. Alessia, okay. <laughs> I, I interviewed her um, in 2015. It was She was doing Life is Beautiful. And she was one of those people at the ballot that you're like, who is this girl, you know? Yeah. And, and the record label really wanted to bring her by the station. And I remember, <laughs> I remember we had to try to get people. They're like, she wants to do like a, like an acoustic performance here. I was like, yeah, but no one knows who she is. Like, how am I going to get people here? Do you want to do an acoustic performance in Vegas? No, at our station. Oh, at your station. Yeah, at okay. our station. So I was gotcha. like, but you mean I have to like, we have to get people here. People don't even know who she is. Yeah. So, so I, I remember like, you have to be creative. You have to twist it on the radio and like make it sound super exciting and exclusive. And yeah. so um, she came in our like it was our lobby of our radio station with her guitar and she just performed for and there's like six girls six like little girls there yeah they're just like yay you know (laughs) um and so like she hadn't released here which was her first trending pop her first big her first big billboard record hit you know so that hadn't even really really it was gaining traction but it hadn't released yet and so i did like a whole interview with her and then after that she was just on fire you know she worked with zed now she was on logic's track the suicide track um and she's just like completely like she she just like went crazy after that but it's always fun to interview someone before they get big yeah. time. Yeah. Because you see, like, you kind of feel like you were there with them, you mm-hmm. know, like you've made it with them and you feel like super happy for them. So those are my favorite type of interviews. That's like, kind of dope. Sure. Yeah. Do, do, do people, do the artists usually reach out to like the radio station or like, how does that work? Like, is it like your job to like, Oh, all right, Nudia, you got to go out and hit up. Kendrick Lamar because he's going to be in town <laughs> you know like how does that work do they you, usually hit the station up or you know th- there's different ways so there's the the record label reps okay will reach out to the radio station right. so those ones sometimes sometimes your boss will just come to you and be like hey you're interviewing Kendrick Lamar on Thursday mm-hmm. and you're just like okay and they give you like two three days to prepare for it All right, yeah yeah <laughs> so like so like they'll just come to you or you'll see that an artist is in town mm-hmm. and you'll be like you go to your boss and be like, hey, like, I, we need, they're going to be in town. Like, can we get them in here? Like, I don't think they're that big to where oh, they'd be like, no. Yeah. You know, so, like, can you reach out to the rep? What do you think? So, or you go through PR companies or, like, really cool, like, once you really work on your career and you really have those connections. Like, I know some people that are cool with, like, you know, that have known Chris Brown or Drake or someone forever since before they got big and they'll just like hit him up and be like, Hey, do you want to come by the station? They're like, sure. You know? So just I mean, send Chris Brown a text message <laughs> yeah. real quick. Like J Cole really quick. So it's like, <laughs> that's kind of the level as a personality you want to get. Ooh, Shout alarm, where you gotta go? The one where man. you gotta go? <laughs> <laughs> gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he no, just disappears. <laughs> it's just you and me. Like he just like slowly fades oh, away. Yeah. For everybody listen to the audio only, Chuck's phone just went off <laughs> I wonder if it, the whole flow i wonder if it uh got caught by the mics it, it probably yeah, didn't it did. get it probably oh. didn't get it didn't get caught i was gonna say sorry, it didn't guys. get catched <laughs> i don't think that's I like how you say it oh, sorry uh so you were yeah, talking about apologies. j cole well, we uh, you, were, you were text uh, uh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. no i was just saying as as a personality i think that's where you want to get to to where you have you your contacts them. yeah you you've you're you've made really good with the record label reps or like this person this person so um that's always the goal because I think like as a radio personality, like that's what people think of you. They're like, Oh, so you're like, you meet a bunch of famous people and yeah. you, you know, like have the hookups on stuff. So, 
Uh, I think that's like, you know, the goal of where you want to get to, like, just like building. I I think it's like any career where you build, um, like your importance, your credibility, your, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, just like, it's very difficult because you're kind of disposable as a radio personality. Really? Like, like, well, I mean, everyone could talk, right? Everyone has a voice. It's a craft you have to work on. I don't know though. Cause I listen to you guys sometimes and I'm like, damn, (laughs) like, you know, we do, we do this podcast. But I mess up so many yeah. times. And like I, I look at definitely you, would not want to listen to me. You have to have a voice that people yeah. are enjoying listening to, right? So I don't think necessarily anybody can do it. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, no, no. But I, I'm saying um it's kind of one of those things where it's it's kind of the entertainment world mm-hmm. as to sometimes you could get fired and it's you don't even get a reason. It's just like yeah we don't like you you know really? or it's like we want someone else that's not you yeah. on here now pace. you know and so um so i think like uh, throughout your whole radio career you're constantly building your your worth yeah you're building your credibility right and you you're really backing yourself as a talent because mm-hmm. you're like you're a talent you know right. you're a, you're an actual uh public figure yeah you're no longer just an employee at a company you need to branch out and build your brand as a radio person Mm -hmm. yeah and so it's definitely one of those things where i mean you want to get to the the ryan seacrest level the carson daily level the kind of like the 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 guys that are kind of a little bit more untouchable you know and so um so i think yeah that that's kind of it's kind of cool to see everyone's journey and the radio community is like super supportive of each other and stuff and like we're all nerds like all radio people we're radio nerds like we all geek out over each other's stuff and we're like oh you know so um it's it's a super fun career and it's just like it's pretty funny because um sometimes i'll be in the studio and be like i like i talk for a living like i just like say words for a living you know yeah it's that, that, that would be tricky because if you think about it you know like if you're a photographer and you're taking photos for a living like you're li- someone's literally paying you to take photos and then you have a family member go take my photo. You're like, huh? I don't know about that. Should I charge? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you ever go with somebody like, hey man, I'll, I'll I'll have a conversation with you, but it's gonna cost you <laughs> yeah. about twenty dollars. You know, you know, <laughs> you know. It's funny. Like, like I think about this moment sometimes, and like I'll laugh. I like pe- people who like see me around town must think I'm crazy sometimes. Because I'll just like start laughing. I'll think of something. I'll just like laugh out loud. <laughs> like, and I'll be like, so, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just like love and then I'm laughing now because I'm laughing at myself in public yeah. and so but uh one time I remember my <laughs> one of my though. one of my ex uh boyfriends we were uh we got drunk and we were like kind of like picking on each other here we go good story time yeah no yeah. this is great this is great so um <laughs> so we were arguing and we we're picking on each other and then he's like you just talk too much I was like listen they pay me to talk does anyone Damn. pay you to talk so i got like feisty because yeah, i was yeah. like um does anyone <laughs> pay you to talk he's like well could they pay you to stop damn <laughs> and i was like i had to laugh like i was like you can't even get mad that was yeah. a great comeback well, when somebody got you they got you but i did dump him the next day so, damn. Oh, shit. <laughs> so she got the ultimate yeah. comeback <laughs> that's crazy it was an unrelated issue but i always remember that i was like <laughs> He did not just do that. So, um, so it's kind of funny. That's good. You could laugh about it though. See, that, that, that's I what I hilarious. like. I like it when people don't take themselves too seriously. Cause then you have so much room to just, you know, to, to, to have a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause when people take them seriously, you're like worried about, Oh, am I going to offend you? Yeah. I, you know what I mean? And I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that. 
at all. Yeah. I think if something's funny, it's fun. like if you get burned in the process, it's like, uh, yeah. but I mean, come on. It's, you have to admit when yeah. someone like yeah. throws you on a good When somebody one. gets you, they get you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how, how does somebody even go about like getting a job at like a radio station? Like what credentials does somebody need to have? Or is it just like a, you know, is there like well, an addition for it or is it you, like, you know, everyone has a different path. Uh-huh. And I think, I think maybe you guys learned this from, from doing the podcast is that a lot of people will just be like, Oh, I want to, I want to, I want to do it. Yeah. And it's like, like, it's not that easy talking like your uh-huh. normal self. It's yeah. not because you think like, Oh, I just talk and I sound like me and that's it. You're like, no, it's like, you don't sound like you. Like I have old air checks from when I was in college. I was just like, Hi. Um, Calvin Harris is up next. Those awkward pauses. Leo, Leo FM. That's how I'd be if I, if I was in the radio. Yeah, like, like you quiet. just, you know, you just like, I, I know I don't sound anything like how I sound now, you know, yeah. like, so it takes time to like sound like yourself and it's, it takes time to like be yourself on the mic, like on a microphone. Yeah. And so, um, what was the question? Oh, what do you have to do? Okay. There's a couple, like uh, everyone has their own journey. Like some people be like, oh, I just fell into it. Oh, I just what does that even mean? Oh, yeah. I I just walked into so, 98.5 <laughs> one day. The door was open. Yeah. Like, there was an empty chair. Said, it's your Man. job. <laughs> like those kind of people just like, I, I mean, no one, no one really annoys me, but it's just like, yeah. come on. Because, because I did not fall, I, fall into this at all. Like uh, it was crazy how much work I had to put into this. I like a little bit of struggle. Yeah. No. Um, because sometimes not, not everyone needs to get a degree in broadcast or communication or whatever. Some people they'll start on the promotion team, which is like, you know, the people that stand under the tent yeah. and the, at the van hits and oh. stuff. So people will start there and work their way up and stuff. Um, I went to school. I kind of did both. I went to college, the university of Laverne and they're one of the few programs that actually has a radio program in their communication, Ooh. you know, field. So they have like a good TV program, great radio program. And then from there, I had two jobs at two different radio stations. So one of them was close to my house and I was doing everything like production on the street team. It's hot. You're out there under the tent. It's not Vegas hot, but it's California yeah, hot. Yeah. You know, like, like you're putting, hot hot. you're putting all the hard work, putting up speakers and stuff like that. And like playing music and like giving out t-shirts, like on the streets, you're part of the street team. And then the other one, cause I really wanted to be on air. And I was like, well, they don't have any openings here. So I'm going to go somewhere else. Um, and so Palm Springs, it was 70 miles from my house. So I would drive on Saturdays and Sundays. My shit, I remember my show was from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So I would drive on the weekends. You drove from Vegas to Palm Springs? No, California. This oh, one I was, was like, going <laughs> to say, like, yeah. well, that's a lot more than 70 miles. No, yeah, like, I was like, damn, 70 miles. No, I don't, okay. 70 miles. I don't, I don't know how I, how I, how do I do it if I, if I'd been raised out here, but, yeah. um, I work a mile away and I still show up 20 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yeah, no. So I was, so I was a full-time college student. I had, you know, a job at, at one, the local radio station, 981 KGGI. Then I had my weekend show that I would commute for on the weekends. And then I also had a campus job and my campus job. <laughs> I hated it. I was so good at it though. Um, so <laughs> you call up alumni and you ask for donations for the oh, school. Okay. And 
I hated it. I hate asking people for money. You like it's caller. not my thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but you were good at it. Yeah. But I was good at it though, because <laughs> I finesse the hell out of that job. So they gave you like a script. Yeah. So you used to have to follow a script and it's like, you have to ask the person four times for four different like amounts of money. There goes that man. Where again. do you got to be? Bro, I don't just know. silence the phone. I know. Just <laughs> bro. It's, Wait, it's your <laughs> the alarm alarms clock. are going through. <laughs> Hold on. This man's alarm just went off at seven o'clock. You got a date? No, I think you got uh, a date. I mean, your shirt's I, looking kind of crisp. You like it? Where um, you going? I think I was uh, sleeping one day and I forgot to turn off these alarms because <laughs> I have, you have four alarms. I, yeah. I, have, I have four too. One at six thirty. One at six forty-five. One at seven. One at seven fifteen. Yeah, 15. I said so many. Yeah. Well, just you know, you gotta, know. if you know, you know yourself, up. you know yourself when you know you're gonna get up. Or you know, not. I'm a, I'm a light you know sleeper. I mean? Oh, you are. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. the thing. It's just like anything. I'm like. <laughs> nah, see, look, I got an, I got an, I got an, uh, an alarm on my phone, and then I have one on my Alexa, Alexa. too. So, I'll, so in case my phone, like in case I'm on, I fall asleep on top of my phone and I can't hear the speaker, I got a backup. You know, it's funny. Did you guys see um my <laughs> my phone? I went to Travis Scott. My phone got completely destroyed. Ooh. Like the front got completely shattered. Did not. So I didn't have a phone for three days. So I set my tablet alarm clock. Yeah. And I slept through it. <laughs> And had to be at the radio station at 6 a.m. Oh. And I showed up like 6 to 10. Dang. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not too bad. What kind of, hold on. But, so let me ask you that. Does, what, you have a specific time at the radio, that you have to be at the radio station, right? Yeah. Do you, if you don't show up on time, what happens? Well, <laughs> well, Kale, you see, is manned by someone 24 hours a day. Yeah. So some, some radio stations, like they'll go into programming or they'll just go into auto for, overnight or however but that radio station in particular there's someone there on air 24 7 like one in that chair or like they rotate we all rotate <laughs> we, all, we all rotate but there's someone in that chair yeah. you know 24 hours a day right so the person that was on before me gianni thank you so much he had to wait for me to get there uh, okay but he was calling me and texting me but i didn't have a phone yeah. so oh. um I, I pulled over at a gas station i tried to call him at the station on a gas station phone it was like a hot mess but basically like the, the thing about radio though you know like a normal job you could call out or something yeah um like you can't really call out unless you have someone to cover because it's like we need someone yeah. here so yeah. who's gonna be here if it's not you you right. know so you're not just like oh, i feel like calling in sick today but i mean a lot of us will get sick or we'll like kind of lose our voices yeah and still show up to work and it's just a hot mess because you could hear Ooh. it <laughs> the raspiness you know you could hear it on See, the radio okay, so that, that's another thing is like i was gonna ask if your voice is sick and you can clearly hear it do you guys still go on the air do you guys still like record and, and most know? of us will try to pull through uh, you'll listen you'll be able to tell you like damn yeah. that girl's sick yeah. but she like she's, she's still there she's yeah. still yeah. Like, respect like, <laughs> like hi guys you know like <laughs> you'll just what were we talking about before oh, oh my pondering. campus job there you go oh yeah yeah, yeah. your that alarm was... would segue into a whole nother <laughs> <Yeah>. thing <laughs> then i had to like call people and ask for donations so we had a whole script we had to follow you had to start with this amount then ask them for a lower amount and go down four times so i didn't do any of that so i just like i would just have a conversation be like um we're doing a drive right now for money and we're wondering if you'd really like to help the students here and i was like i remember i would practice my radio voice you yeah. know i was like it was all practice for me yeah. and people would just like give me money i remember this one lady's like yeah i think i'm gonna give you like five thousand dollars tonight damn what 
Damn. Thank you so much for that donation tonight. It, Expiration cool. date. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and the the three on the back of the card, you know? So yeah. um, I was like, really, I would like won all these awards and they like promoted me and stuff on campus. And like, yeah. I remember um, my supervisor was like, have you thought about doing this as, you know, like a career? Like you'd be great. And I was just like, uh, I hate this job. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> I, I don't want to telemarket for money. Right? <laughs> Is that kind of where your mind was at? Like you didn't want to, you, you don't want a job as a cold caller slash telemarketer. Um, I just knew that, like, I just knew that I wanted to do radio, you know, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like the rate, that's what I'm going to school for. That's yeah. what I want to do. Um, and it's like such a fun industry and it's like, it's, it's fun because you're a part of the entertainment industry, but you're also not like super heavily, like you don't have to deal with a lot of the bad stuff. I feel yeah. like you get to be a part of all the fun stuff, like the mm-hmm. concerts and the interviews and the parties, you know? Um, but, but yeah, so it was, was that the question? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah like, pretty much. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so, so pretty much you said you, you went to college for broadcasting and yeah. it, 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 what was it called again? Just broadcasting? Yeah. No. Um, so my, my degree, well, I went to the university of Laverne. Uh-huh. So my degree is in communication and then I have, um, a concentration in radio broadcasting. Okay. I was going to ask you, what, what was the, your least favorite part about going to college period for this? Like, was there any part? Cause I, was there any part like where you're like, okay, this is boring. Um, I think, Oh, you know what? And <laughs> when, when you have to, when you get a degree in communication, you kind of have to take like PR and a TV class. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, you have to take all the different dissects of communication that they had there. And, um, and so, yeah, so we had like, we had to take a PR, we have to take like PR classes, but I think, um, the part I just didn't, we had to take a journal. Oh yes. A journalism class. There we go. And so <laughs> that's the part. So I was just like, you know, it's all about facts and citing your sources. Oh my God. And I was just like, no, nah, I just want to talk. Like, I don't want to like handle serious stuff you know i just i want to talk about fun stuff and so uh me and my journalism teacher did not get along at at all so um because i was the exact opposite like she's super serious super into it so i would do stuff like on purpose (laughs) like we would have like stories and i would do like pop culture stories yeah when she wanted like hard news stories Um, but you were more about the entertainment aspect of it yeah right yeah Not, not so much the we're here on the scene of hard, you know yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah the, the the hard news side which is important which i i know a lot of friends uh, yeah 100%. that are great broadcast journalists and they're great tv reporters and yeah. they're great but it's just like that wasn't like my thing or what i was trying to do yeah so um yeah me and the teacher never got along <laughs> so you're doing college and then you were also you said you were driving to palm springs on the weekend for my weekend. weekend show yeah so um that was my first on-air job so it's always like it holds a little like every time I hear Palm Springs it holds a little special place in my heart because like that was the first place where I was on the radio you know and so that's kind of where I got like my my first little break and then from there you know I was doing my weekend show and then um had the other station and then my part-time job on campus and that was still full-time in school Mm -hmm. taking classes so I did not like sleep or party or any like college was like work because I knew, you know, like people were like trying to get me to 
go, be in their sorority and all the dance teams. Were you like, ever in any sorority? No, no, because I knew I didn't have time. Uh, I was like, I don't have time to breathe. Like, yeah. like literally, I think I would just like go home and my parents never saw me in college. Yeah. I would like, I would sleep at some people's dorms. Cause I was like, like I have to be in class in five hours. Cause I just sleep here, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that's I, how, you know, it was your passion yeah. though. Yeah. That it hustle. was, it was, it was a hustle. And like, I had a goal and I was like, you know what? my goal is by the time I graduate college, like I don't want to be one of these people that graduate. And then they're like, well, time to look for a job. Yeah. Like I want to have my foot in the industry while I'm in college. Well, it's cute. Cause I feel like when you're a college student, it's still cute. You know, yeah. you're like, I'm in college and I want to learn. And people yeah. are like, Oh, I'm a little college student, you know? Yeah. And then you graduate and it's like, well, you're, you're an adult now. You're, you're not in school anymore. So I wanted to take advantage of the fact that I was still in college and um and really just like do as much as i could while i was still in school yeah and um the day i remember i had this game plan so then so then near the end of my senior year in college i was like you know what i've always wanted to dj Mm -hmm. and i was like i i would dj at home i had like virtual dj yeah (laughs) did did you really okay yeah so i'd play around (laughs) with virtual dj and like some of my friends controllers and like i knew some djs and then working in radio i knew a bunch of djs and so so i was like you know what i always wanted to do it and then uh my mom's like no you're gonna dj when you're 21 i was like why she's like because you're gonna go to the club and you're gonna drink and i was like i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) and so um so then uh when I was finishing up my senior year, I was like, well, I'm going to graduate. What's going to happen then? I was like, I'm going to keep applying for jobs. Cause basically the rate, the way that if you want to be a TV personality or a radio personality, you're going to have to move. Like, yeah, you could stay in the same place. Maybe something will happen, but odds are is that especially if you are like in the LA area, like that's the number two market in the nation. Oh, really? Yeah, so New York's number one, LA's number two, and Chicago's number three. Mm -hmm. So basically, it goes by population. So however big your city is, that's how many people are listening. And that's where people want to be. People want their voice to be heard in New York. They want to be heard in Chicago. And also, that's where all the... that's where all the stars are stopping by. Mm -hmm. That's where people are giving the interviews, because that's like the big population cities. Right. So you're going to have to move to a smaller town and get your start somewhere else. You're going to have to like start you know in in i don't know a small town in idaho like you know like you have to start in a small town in colorado you know like you may have to you're gonna have to go somewhere where someone's willing to put you on the air while you're still green so that you could build your skills so i was applying to places but i actually had a a barrier yeah you you had, <laughs> had a, a barrier. Like, i'm not willing like, to travel outside of this yeah. area yeah. so i was like well i'll go up north like i'll yeah. go bakersfield fresno and i was yeah. like i'd go that way a little like maybe the furthest i'd go is like you arizona. know arizona yeah. nevada and so um i never thought i was gonna be in vegas though yeah. so um and at that time i was actually engaged so i had my family in california i was engaged and i was just like well i can't like go anywhere you know Miami Florida I was like I want to be in like driving distance you know like I want to be somewhere close and so that kind of put some pressure on me too um and then I the day after graduation I got the call to come to Vegas and I had actually been in DJ school. I enrolled in Scratch Academy out in LA. Oh that's right. Yeah and I was- What is Scratch Academy? That's a- 
You it's learn, a DJ school. You, you learn yeah, to DJ? So you learn to DJ. Oh, I didn't know there was But do they teach you with, uh, like, techniques they, or they, CDJs? Yeah, or they taught me on, uh, they teach you on vinyl. So that's, it was, like, a really, yeah, it was a great program because they taught you, like, like first couple of weeks you're just counting music you don't even really yeah, get to mix anything you're, yeah. Yeah. yeah you're learning like timbre and beats and bars and like you yeah. know like you're just counting music and how, so and as a dj <laughs> how long did you do that for um the program the program's like a few months long and okay. i think i was there for like i think i was there for like six weeks because then i graduated and the day after graduation, I got the call to come to Vegas nice. and I like Perfect. couldn't, I didn't even finish the program. Cause I was like, I love y'all, but I'm going to Vegas. Yeah. Bye. And so like, you know, they brought me out for an audition and they're like, yes, you want to come? And I remember I was like, yeah, I'll be here in two weeks. And I called my mom on the, on the drive back home to Cali. And I was like, well. I got to be there in two weeks. And she started freaking, she's like, Nudia, like, you need to, like, have a place to live? I was like, we'll figure it out. It'll be fine. Yeah. You know, like, pack up all my stuff. So um, I moved here to Vegas. I knew, like, one person. And I just moved here t- to be on the radio for my job. Wow. Yeah. And so um, it's it was kind of crazy. But honestly, it's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Um, because they always tell you in school, they're like, move somewhere like move go out there get those opportunities that are farther maybe not as desired as being on the air in LA and really like work on your skill work on your craft build yourself so that by the time you get to LA you're ready you're you're yep. you're prepared yeah you're refined and you you've already like kind of know what your thing is as a personality because i feel like as a personality some people are really cool on air yeah some like some people are really sexy you know yeah. <laughs> some, people, some people are funny yeah. you know some people are just trolls it's like you have to find your thing and that all starts with like knowing who you are right like who are you like what angle do you have to bring to a show or you know a city and so um when you're out here with yourself, like I moved into a place by myself, I spent like so much time with myself and, uh, you kind of find out like who you are a little bit more and it helps you, you know, like work on your craft. Right. And so I kind of put DJing on the back burner though, after that, cause I didn't finish the DJ program at scratch, scratch Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, well, I'm just going to focus on radio. Like this is my first big break, my first full-time show being on air every single day of the week, not just the weekends, you know, cause that's different. Like if you're a part-timer on the weekends or if you are on every day, like you're going to get better when you're on every day, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I fully engulfed myself in that. And then, uh, I kind of started to miss DJ and I just miss like, you know, I kind of wanted more. And then I realized you know, if you want to build your brand and you want to, you know, make moves and you want to like make money, you know, you can't just always rely on one thing, you know? So it's like, if I was to only rely on radio, yeah, maybe sure. One day I can make a million dollars a year, like as a salary. Yeah. Is that possible? Yes. Mm -hmm. Will it take a lot of time and a lot of work? Yes. So it's like, but you're also building it to where it's like, well, what if I, I have like, now I'm doing two things. Now I'm doing radio and I'm DJing. Mm-hmm. That not only builds my bank account, Network. but it also builds my credentials. Like I'm meeting more people in the city. Mm-hmm. More people know who I am. I'm more valuable to the radio station now, you know? Right. So, um, 
Plus, if you if you form a really good uh, friendship or relationship with an artist or somebody that comes to your town a lot, no matter where you go, they're most likely traveling too, right? So you'll 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 see them often, and like you said, maybe one day you'll just have to hit them up in a text message, like, "Hey, do you want to do an interview here?" Yeah. And maybe you're working in a different. Maybe you're working on the other side of the country. And, you know, you're interviewing that same person or, or for that radio station. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that. Yeah. It's kind of a thing that doesn't just stay in one city. And especially when you moved out to Vegas, you were by yourself, right? Yeah, I was by myself. So you, had no, you had no family out here? No family. Just <laughs> yeah, just one one boring friend. Boring. Boring. Oh. So it wasn't oh. even like, girl, let me take you out on the town. We're going to meet some people. Like, yeah. no, she just like stayed in her house. So I was like, yeah. man, like, so I think the first few, that's why anyone who like first moves here, I'm like, give it a year. Give it a year. Like stick yeah. it out for that year because the beginning was really tough. Like mm-hmm. it was really, really tough. And then, um, luckily the station because you know a lot of a lot of stations now they're in clusters so that's why i'm on two radio stations because that is intercom las vegas and so intercom las vegas has a few radio stations oh, in the building yeah so it's cool because those are your co-workers it's kind of weird because sometimes they're your competition too hmm. you know but they're also your co-workers and right. it's cool to be cool with them Wait, so, so intercom las vegas is what like, it's like is the, it like a conglomerate almost yeah, of all uh, the other, i don't want to say that word because yeah. it's so it's so massive but they basically um, own all the like multiple radio stations they, they own a, a few in town and so there's like okay you know there's intercom and then there's other radio companies that own a couple usually all the radio stations they have sister stations Mm -hmm. so they own a couple like everyone like no one's like oh i just own this one station this my little station (laughs) yeah Yeah, no no no. they're all they're all owned by like companies who own a couple of them and um and you know are owned by different people different states as well or just yeah different states yeah that's crazy yeah so um like intercom is nationwide it's like one of the big companies so what's kind of cool is that if i want to go to intercom you know nebraska if i want to go to intercom new york if i want to go to intercom miami you know like it's a you could you could go you could work within the company which is like because a lot of a lot a big topic in radio has been like corporations and like, cause you know, before back in the day, it was kind of a thing where it's like every radio station's different. It's all owned by different people. But then now that there's like a couple of corporations that own most of the radio business, um, some people, you know, it has its downsides and its upsides. One of the upsides is that, yeah, you could move a little bit easier inside cause you're already in the company. Right. You're in a network now. Now you have the, ob- the ability to move somewhere or do something different yep. or kind of a, uh, there's there's room to grow yeah is essentially what i'm trying to say yeah so but, but what's one of the downsides uh i think the the downsides is like probably like syndication mm. you know now now people could voice track you don't need someone in the seat 24 7 like Damn. i said kale you see is in the seat 24 7 but some stations like it's all voice tracked it's all pre-recorded people but do you still have to go into work and voice record <laughs> and everything so when, it's like yeah thing? i think yeah you have to go in but i mean you'll do a five-hour show in like half an hour basically because you'll just knock it out you're just doing Mm -hmm. your talk breaks and then you're done you know um so i think i think you know a lot of people would say that you know that's kind of like been the downside is that sometimes uh maybe the person that's on after me is uh voice tracked in new york and they just recorded all their breaks in new york and they just sent them over and then 
you know, that's a whole show. So it's just like I didn't even know that was a thing yeah. that, that, that they they could do. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. no, you could you could do a lot now. So yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. We're doing a podcast out of my kitchen, right? Like, oh, yeah, so, that's true. So it's like realistic. Yeah. You know, we don't have to be in a fancy studio. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess well, one of my other questions was was, was going to be, um, do you guys do everything live or is there stuff that's pre-recorded or like, because, okay, so I had a friend, right? Uh-huh. And she's like, and, and, and I told her, because I heard a lot of it was pre-recorded. I'm not specifically for 98.5 or whatever, but like there's a lot of radio stations that was pre-recorded. Like you said, they do them mm, in voice in track. Voice track. Voice track, yeah. Right. And, 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 and she asked me, well, what about the people that call in? What, you know, that, that, that can't be recorded because they have to record, you know, can you speak a little bit more to that? Uh, winners? Well, winners are real, first of all. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so, um, but I think I, I, I'm I, trying to, I know that sometimes um, if someone is voice tracked, you'll have like a phone operator mm-hmm. or a board op who will get a winner for the for the person i mean i'm not i'm not completely i've never really done it mm-hmm. but um they'll you'll still get a winner you'll still get a winner in there um sometimes they'll just be like caller number some some so you're winning and then like the person who's actually there you know who's maybe not the talent they'll be like just you know a little part-timer trying to earn yeah. their stripes they'll like cut up the phone call and like play the call be person be like woohoo right. so um it's kind of easy because people someone could make a shell like let's say um i'm voice tracking right and you're in the studio and you're you're you know getting your little hours in right yeah. and so i'm like i'm like hey it's 98.5 who's this and then it'll be a shell of me saying that and i'll be like congrats you just won tickets to go see gwen stefani oh, wow. and they're like all right thanks for listening to 98.5 klec right. and so i give you that bed right and you feel you put in the winner yeah. me going, my name's michelle Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. I love you guys. Damn. You know? Oh my god! I didn't know you could do that. As a little radio magic, you Learning know. So much, yeah. Yeah. Because well, so. I mean, I'm, I've always we've always dabbled in video, photo, mm-hmm. and audio, and we know there's always an edit. There's always an edit to do, right? Yeah. But I didn't know because when I when I used to be a kid and I listened to the radio like every day, and I would hear somebody win something, like it all sounded too live. perfect <laughs> yeah it, it, well, know, first of all it sounded live as hell because <laughs> you were listening to it like oh somebody just called in like it sounded like a phone call mm-hmm. and then you everything just from when they talked to when the radio person had took over to when the music came in like, they I was were like, laughing like, bro, they were making jokes i'm like, like there's no way this can be like th- this has to be scripted well you, no you know it, what I mean? it won't be it won't be scripted but you could cut it because yeah. mm-hmm. uh real conversations are awkward Oh yeah, you know, like like real talking. Just is, listen to the is, morning uh, dinner podcast. Yeah, basically. Yeah, it's it's awkward. Like you know, there's pauses and yeah. there's mistakes. There's oh oh I'm blah 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 blah. You know, there's that stuff that's going on. Yeah. So we'll record a call and then you'll cut it up to sound perfect. You know, so that there's no like, what if she doesn't hear you and she's like, what did I win? It's like yeah yeah, yeah it's you, super boring. You won, yay! I'll be like. Okay, can you sound like a li- can you give me a little bit of something to work Yay. with, girl? Give me a little something. I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, can you give me a woohoo, woohoo? Perfect, Cut thank it. you. Hold, I'll get your information right now. You know, right. and so um, and that's not done like on air, like as as. No, somebody's listening. So I'll like okay. I'll cut it up and I'll right. make it sound like, hey, you won, woohoo boom you know and so you really it's kind of like you know we call it like radio magic yeah you know and so you you put a little like radio magic in there you know right make it sound good 
Well, I kind I kind of like already kind of knew the answers to some of these questions, but I feel like a lot of people don't know this yeah. stuff, and I wanted to kind of like get get an explanation of it from somebody who's not like yeah, my boss is gonna send me an email and be like, so you giving out trade secrets? Nah, nah, because I knew, and I'm not mm-hmm. in radio, but I've been around artists who have gone to like 97 or 98.5, and then. I see them, I see they have software loaded up and it's like, you know, they're editing and things like that. And so I, I kind of already knew and I'm not even in that industry. So I'm pretty sure other people knew too, but yeah, yeah it's just, it's, it's, it's good to enough. go over it. Now, one thing I want to ask, like going back to like when you came here and like, uh, you were still learning how to speak and all that. Like, how did you train yourself? Like, were you like listening to yourself and you just kept like being like, okay, I got to do this next mm. time. Like, what is the... How do you do that? The, How do you get better? The formatics kind of. Yeah. Um, they're called, it's called air checking. So mm-hmm. you'll listen to your show, <laughs> which is, which is really, um, it's actually really nerve wracking to have to sit there and listen to yourself because you'll try to be funny or you'll be like, man, that really like wasn't cringy. that funny. <laughs> was like, you know, it's just like, I'm trying to be cool. That really didn't sound that cool. So you'll, you honestly have to listen to yourself and you have to figure out what you could do better. You're like, you know what? I'm just, I'm using too many words. I could say, instead of saying all this, that took me like three sentences, Mm. I could have said this, this, and this. And then you go in the next day and you try to do it that way, you know? So you, you, to get better, you have to listen to yourself and you have to critique yourself and you have to like, think of like how you could sound better. And also for me, I was listening to a lot of people who are in the industry and who sounded good and yeah. like what works for them what do they say like what yeah what what do i like that they do that i could try doing you know to make myself sound better mm-hmm. so um do, do you have like a cool auditor like somebody sitting over your shoulder going okay naughty naughty that was cool or going now nah, you gotta try that again <laughs> uh like do we have someone i mean we have, have, like I have a, a boss <laughs> wait so like everything that you, that you that you work on does it have to get approved before it goes live or like how how does that work um well uh, like like i have to get everything approved before Mm -hmm. i say it right (laughs) no no i don't have that but okay but i mean if you really mess up you'll get you know we have program directors and they run the station Uh, so i mean and my my like pd is always listening so if if i say if i ever say anything that's like too bad maybe like like one day he'll be like hey uh maybe you shouldn't you know maybe we could not say that you know yeah so um but for the most part i mean you really have to like say something kind of crazy to get in trouble you know because right. mm-hmm. because i work at a job right now that that there's a lot of like legal red tape where like even if you're writing an email to like somebody who's like a director like you have to be careful how you say things like maybe you're not saying something that's necessarily bad but there's a better way to say, you know what I mean? Like you got to tiptoe around. So like, I just wonder if that's something that you kind of sometimes have to battle or kind of like real, real, like, you know, conflict with somebody who's like, Oh, well that's actually, there's nothing wrong about what I just said or, you know? Oh, like, like if there's conflict or like conflict of interest or something. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think one time I was trying to, I did it like in a, a couple times where I was trying, I wanted to say something, about Mark Ronson having his residency over at, um, on the record. Uh-huh. Cause we're playing, we're playing his song with Miley. Nice. And so, um, so I think the first time I said it, I didn't like the way I said it. Like I used like too many words or something. And I was like, you know what? I could no, I, it, it would sound better if I said it like this. So I tried to say it again like that. And I think like, maybe like a, like a week later, I try to do the same thing. And then you have air checks with your boss. So like I told you, oh. you sit there and you listen to yourself with your Damn, boss, with boss and oh, you guys man. are looking at each other and <laughs> you're just like, 
And and it's the worst because sometimes you'll try to be funny. Sometimes I like laugh at myself on air, and he's just like, "Well, well, that didn't work." You know, and so <laughs> it's not like it's very rare that your boss is gonna think that you're funny. You yeah, know, yeah. like even if you do so, like you guys are there like to critique it. So, um, so those never get easier to do because I've been doing those my entire career, and I still get nervous going into them, and I still don't want to sit there and listen to my voice. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, um. So he was like, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I did hear you do this Mark Ronson, like this intro into this Mark Ronson song. And you kept mentioning that he was going to be out on the record and it kind of sounded like an ad. <laughs> he was like, it kind of sounded like, I know, I know that's not what you're doing, but you did it like a couple times. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Uh... Like I was trying to perfect it. I was trying to make it sound better. And so, um, so so sometimes your boss will hear things yeah and they'll try to help you fix it or like oh, they don't cool, like though. it and so um it's kind of cool to have that second layer of like you critique. know yeah critique yeah. and kind of like outside of yourself you know what i mean yeah because i know like if i i hate listening to myself man see i love i love what because keem's very good at speaking and i, I think oh. he watches way more podcasts than me like i am not good at like, i batting back with like to somebody like i'm not good i love podcasts <laughs> i'm like oh, i was gonna be like good. we can do that thing no i can't <laughs> are you into asmr yeah i mean i just Ooh. recently started looking at dog asmr they're like eating their food oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so cute like i sent it and it's just like dogs eating like carrots and stuff and i'm like oh. <laughs> yeah um no i i love podcasts too I just love audio. I like the I like that I could just listen to something without having to look at it. What's you, a podcast you yeah, listen to? Yeah, I was gonna to? say, do you have one that you like to listen um, to? Um, I love um, my favorite murder. <laughs> my favorite murder. My favorite murder. Is that like yeah. a murder podcast where you like like almost it's, like it's serial? Actually, it's actually like a comedy. Okay, oh. I'm like I'm obsessed with true crime. Okay. Like honestly, like to go to like before I go, I know I shouldn't, but before I go to bed, I, I'll like watch 2020 on Hulu and be like, yeah. they'll be like, they found. They found, she was stabbed 23 times. I'm just, I'm just in bed. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, yes. <laughs> and they're like, you yes. know, like the crime scene was so bloody. And I'll just be like, you're like <laughs> drinking some water so like, with my cats in my bed. You know? So it's just like, it's so weird. I I, South Park had an episode on there, bro. Like, for some reason, adults love murder stuff. Yeah, you know no, I know. I, I like, I love true crime. I don't know what it is, but like people, if, if you spend a day with me, you'd be like, oh, that's a little And weird. it's not about the, the murdering part. It's more just like how they got away with it or what the it's, uh, whole scenario you know, was. Or? It's, it's, um, I think for me, it's, it's the shock factor uh. of like someone that you know like could do this Whoa. like you know you know what i always think about okay this is like i don't know this is but what i always think about is like okay you're married you got your wife right yeah she's like she's the mom she cooks you bomb like omelets in the morning yeah, she's your ride or die right. you know her for like 20 years you're like okay this is my girl like she cool and then like you're sleeping and she's like start stabbing you like oh. before how shocking would that be Yo, to be like i don't nah, like bro, thinking like that <laughs> that's too scary like, like i think about it, like what? that's so i think that's a factor of just like some people that have done crazy things where it's like it's like what what are the warning signs what do you need to look out for what do you like do yeah. in the situation like you know? know like uh, we talked about this too remember that one guy there, there was a story that I was looking at one time and apparently there was this guy who committed himself to like a mental health facility because he, he I don't know I forgot, I forgot the story exactly but he like hit the ground with his head 
and he hit himself really hard to the point where like all of a sudden he, like he was in a coma for like two or three days came out and then he all of a sudden had this fascination for little kids you know oh, like, like really? a sexual fascinate fascination like pedophile yeah pedophilia like intentions and he, he he noticed that and he there's something wrong with me like he some when, when he hit his head something snapped or, or was it the other way around where he like no, he I cured think, himself. I think you said something. <laughs> By hitting himself. Oh, no, no. <laughs> like he was open. not a pedophile after he hit his head. It was it was around that realm. Like yeah. I'm saying, like, you know, like where sometimes it is that trigger of like all of a sudden there's a chemical imbalance in your brain yeah, and boom. Exactly. Now, now you like that. hot dogs, now you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know, I listen I also love this uh, podcast called Snap Judgment. It's a ooh. part of NPR. So it's just like it's just real stories, like real like and I I love storytelling podcasts. Yeah. I love true crime podcasts. I don't I just like I'm obsessed with it. Did you ever watch the black tapes? No. They're, they're, I think they're NPR too. They're, really? It's, it's, it's a scary story. Hey, real quick, what's NPR? And I don't know. National Public Radio. There we go. Oh, Boom. Okay. NPR. <laughs> yeah. I just noticed because the ads. This this show is brought to you by NPR and something, something, something. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. And then so it's, the music. It's, um, it's, it's called Snap Judgment. So it's it's a storytelling podcast. But in one of them, like this lady, she got, a, she got into a car accident, I believe. And she got out of a coma and she had a French accent what yeah she had a french accent and i guess i forgot it's like a real thing damn like it's a real like like you know like symptom or illness i don't know what it is that would be a cool scenario <laughs> like yeah I'm you down. can hit in the head and oh dude i can i can motorbike now but like i can cook bro like I you can know motorboat what I, mean? now. I was gonna say i was like motor what yeah. <laughs> motor motor <laughs> motorbike is it oh that's what you guys yeah, were laughing at i was laughing i thought yeah. you guys were laughing at the joke i, no, I, I, thought, <laughs> I totally thought motorboat yeah. was gonna come out of your like i was imagine you hit your head and then like and you wake now, up and something's the, crazy. I can, I can cook like a chef now. You know what I mean? Like, Isn't there like movies like where people... <laughs> there are a lot of movies yeah, like that, yeah. Like where somebody hits their head and <laughs> they get like super smart. And I think it's happened before. Like people will <laughs> learn how to like memorize better when they hit their head a certain way. I'd, I'd be tripping though. Like imagine like if you hit your head, bro, and all of a sudden you're the, you're the fastest rapper alive. Oh. Like with a great you're with, <laughs> you say Spanish like speak Spanish <laughs> sorry no but I'm saying like, ima- like imagine you could rap you could, you're could. you the fastest rapper very articulate with your words and everybody can hear everything I wish you would have said you like decided, played any instrument no but I'm saying like oh, okay, well, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm getting to so you become the greatest rapper you'd be the most insecure rapper because then from that point you'd be like oh well when is it gonna go away you know what I mean oh, imagine you build a platform to deep. where you get like millions of followers and you're like you know Kendrick Lamar level and then boom goes away because yeah. you sneezed save that bread save yeah. that bread yeah, yeah exactly. save that invest. bread <laughs> invest, yeah. invest. i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you no, guys no, off you were you know. talking about your favorite podcast uh yeah no that was that's no it. so i was just like <laughs> no but i was like that that's kind of crazy i like learning new stuff yeah and so um i don't know i just love storytelling i love i just love audio too like i'm, yeah. I'm a pretty big audio nerd um I've won, which is weird because I think I've, I've won a couple of like production awards in college and stuff. Nice. And like, oh, nice. I flew to New York to win with the Alliance of Women in Media. I won, um, I won an award for my podcast. I did a podcast, um, my senior thesis. I looked around and I realized all my mentors were men. And like all my program directors, my right. professors, I was like, you know what? I want like a woman's point of view, you know, on the industry. So I interviewed like radio personalities and I won an award on that. I actually learned something great. I learned some good stuff too. Teach us something. Um, you know, one of them was worried about going on maternity leave because you're gone for three months. Mm-hmm. So now there's someone else sitting in your seat for three months on a show. 
So it could be very scary mm-hmm. of like, well, what if when I come back, they don't want me back? What if she does a really good job and um, they like her there, right. you know? So it's, it, so she was like worried and she was, she was like last before she had to cut her maternity leave short cause she didn't want to be gone too long. It's like, you know, she didn't want to get replaced. And, um, she had gotten advice from someone in a bigger market in a bigger city. And, um, she actually got sponsors to get an ISDN line in her nursery. So she would do, she was doing the show from her nursery. So So she didn't take any time, you know, so she would just do her show in the morning and, you know, with the baby and stuff and people loved it. So I was like, well, let me put that one in my back pocket for, you You know, one day when I decide to start a family. Yeah. And it's just like, you learn great things from seeing other people's journeys. Um, so I actually won an award for that in New York. And I, I went to go pick it up. And I remember I was like, first time in New York. Oh, my gosh. Okay, That's you guys, right. I'm going to get out of Grand Central Station. And it's going to be like Gossip Girl. <laughs> it's going to be like Sex in the City. <laughs> and I had like a T-length dress, right? And I had to take the subway from Brooklyn to New York. And I was like, well, this isn't like Gossip Girl. But once I get out, once I get into Grand Central Station, like there's going to be like fashion and couture. And I got out and everyone looked like bums and there was no fashion. <laughs> it looked more like Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there was no Sex in the City, no Carrie Bradshaw, no Gossip Girl. There was no music playing. And I was so was disappointed. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this isn't what I this isn't it you know like where's the fashion and so like i was super disappointed i remember and i went outside and i was like this looks like a big la like you know construction wow this is what all the hype's about yeah we have to walk everywhere like and take the subway and so it's so funny because i know so many people that love new york and i'm just like like i was like (laughs) (laughs) do people in new york even own cars or is it like a lot of them don't because there's kind of no point yeah i don't i don't know what the point would be i would imagine because like here we got a whole driveway like in new york everybody's doors next to each other yeah i heard one thing in new york you kind of stay in your neighborhood you Mm -hmm. know what i mean you don't really like go to other places that's why like like Bars is is that stuff? why there's like grocery stores and random places? Yeah. Or, or like there's a pub and it's like looks like a regular house. Because <laughs> that's uh, that neighborhoods. So it's not like Vegas where you like you have you your neighborhood. You have no you have your neighborhoods, but then you gotta take the bus to get to like downtown where like all these little coffee shops and things mm-hmm. are at. You know what I mean? I mean I guess you could take the subway if you want to go places or you need to go places. Have you and you've been in the subway, right? Yeah, I had to take the subway. What was that experience like? Um I heard stories. I just didn't like, you know what? I didn't like that. I remember being at, at um, Central Park and so I had this, this dress, right? So I went, I won my award. It was a heavy ass award. And like I, we had set out this whole day with like, cause my man came with me. I was like, okay, you're going to meet me after the awards and Central Park doesn't look that far. So we'll walk to Central Park and it'll be just like the movies. And we'll walk around Central Park and it'll be super cute. Yeah. Well, the reality of the situation was is I was extremely <laughs> annoyed <laughs> after getting off the train of the subway and it's hot and it's like summer and, you know, he meets me and I'm in, I'm in heels and I'm like, 
my feet hurt. Like, I don't know if I could do this. And this dress is tight. I can't breathe. And um, it's hot. And so, like, we went to, like, a store. I, I, like, bought new clothes. And then we, like, we walked to Central. We finished the walk to Central Park. We finally got there. And yeah. I'm just, like, tired because I already had, like, one hell of a day. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, if I want to go home right now, if I want to go, if I want to be in a bed or get in a shower right now, I'm going to have to get on a 30-minute subway ride. Uh, oh, shit. I then didn't think of that. Then get off on the stop. Yeah. Then walk to where I'm staying. Yeah. Like, it's not like here where if you're at a club and you're like, I want to go home, I just get in my car. 10, 15, maybe, maybe yeah. 20 you minutes. Could, you could lay down in your car. Yeah. <laughs> you could yeah, just straight up say, screw it. I'm going to just roll the seat all the way back <laughs> and just lay down. But you could be home in a reasonable, you could get yourself home. Yeah, exactly. Like, now I'm in a city where I can't get myself home. I have to wait for a subway. I have to, like, find the right route or route or whatever, you know? And so um, I was just like, yeah, this isn't fun. This isn't like <laughs> why like why is this fun? To New York people? is completely ruined. Yeah. Like you're just <laughs> well, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you watch all those sitcoms like how how I met your mother and you're like when do these people work? Yeah, it's just yeah. like you know. why is everybody always at a bar? Why are they always partying? Yeah, like what? How come they don't talk about like who's gonna pay the like electric bill? You know, like yeah. so um so that so it's funny because like every New York experience I had has been like. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah so that that was pretty that was pretty funny i laugh looking back at that now because i was like oh my gosh it's gonna be like gossip girl and then it wasn't have you have you ever seen have you ever seen that that meme where it shows like uh you know like the the two brothers from on hgtv that sell the houses oh or, property or brothers. property brothers yes, those I guys them. have you have you seen that meme where it shows like hi i'm a i homeschool and then i'm also oh, my hu- yeah. my husband's a a, a teacher a, a teacher <laughs> we have a budget of seven hundred and forty five thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that tv magic just, yeah just like the radio work? magic TV i think it's magic. just about making the people friendly because if people if somebody was like oh yeah i've got a i'm a lawyer for nobody cares yeah. <laughs> but if you're a school teacher you're like oh okay that's a dream right there because yeah. me you're finding house. my house I was like oh I like this house I like this house every house I was looking at I was like oh I like this house <laughs> you know like them they're like oh I don't really like that color I was like I don't live in any of these houses <laughs> I'm thinking 45 years down the road huh I'm not gonna like that turn anymore yeah exactly like, <laughs> I gotta make a left turn to go to the bathroom what are you talking about <laughs> yeah I can't I can't you know what I'm kind of like living in Vegas like I kind of want to live in a hotel before I leave I think you want to you want to live in a hotel yeah like for a like, month like, or for like a day no like like living like living in the hotel well, you know Can some you of the hotels that? yeah you could have residencies here like, not you a could, hotel you could like, buy um at the palms oh yeah, yeah for sure Trump at cosmo and at mgm signatures so you could like buy you could like live there okay, Where, is yeah. it like a like a like a just you you pay six months outright or or, or how does that no work? you buy it's it's just the way like you buy a house oh you buy like a, one of the rooms there like a condo yeah apartment it's like kind a high of thing. rise yeah yeah oh, okay yeah. that's what it is i've seen those listed high rises mm. But they're ridiculously priced. Like, whoa. They are, they are kind of expensive. Pops isn't too bad, though. And they're pretty nice rooms. I don't know, man. What are you talking about? Four or $500,000? <laughs> yeah, I know. But that yeah. ain't bad for, like, to high rise. The palms? Yeah, I guess you know, right. like in New York. Something like that would cost yeah. you ten million. I can't afford a house in the hood. Let's not even talk about that right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what's been one of your weirdest experiences as a DJ? Have you had any? Uh, weird as, experience i think or I, radio host um i think i i think as as a dj it's all about like um 
like getting like every place you play is different the equipment's different getting used to that but i mean as a as a radio host you'll just run into situations where you're just like how am i supposed to react like um like i actually still have this audio i was almost gonna email it to you (laughs) but but um the chain smokers had come by here in vegas yeah and they were doing drops for us so like hey it's the chain smokers and you're listening to nudia on the radio you know yeah and so the production guy's like you need to listen to the drop that the chain smokers did for you and i was like okay so like it was chain smokers and you're listening to nudia and i was paused and they're like what the fuck kind of name is that? And they start laughing. Oh, shit. They're like, they, they both start Damn. laughing, right? And no. then one of them looks to the other, the, the other guy's like, dude, like her mom named her that. Like, and they start Whoa. clowning my name. Oh. And I'm just like, Yo. Uh, I told my mom she was pissed. And she's yeah. like, she's like, um, excuse me. So ever since, nah, ever see, since like, I would have to play the chain smokers, I'm like, skip. You just play that. I'm like here's the guys that made fun of my name and I, so i kept i kept the audio yeah. and i still have it yeah. because one day if i ever need use it, i have the or- receipts <laughs> like hey guys hi remember, remember when you made fun of my name yeah you know okay cool i have the audio right here let's listen to that's it that's a cool story though yeah, like you know nice. what i mean like it, <laughs> what kind of name is keem you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I would, if, I, if I was in that situation, I I think the laughter that I that I would get from it would be would be like enough to like make me happy. Like, I'm not even salty. I just I I think it's funny that it happened. Yeah, I think it was, I thought it was funny, but I just thought it was like I was a little salty because yeah. this is when they were first starting too. Uh, this is before I feel like their big break was Paris with Halsey. Yeah. Um. And so, um. Oh no, that's not selfie? Paris. No, no, no. Oh. Selfie was kind of good. Um. The, the, but I feel like the the hit they did with with Halsey was like their biggest. The like one that, that's like that pull me really over in the backseat, backseat of your rover. Yeah. We ain't never getting older. These kids so ain't got no rover. That 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 song was huge, but it was before that one. Yeah. And so I'm just like, these little selfie ass <laughs> DJs making fun of my name. Damn. And um. I think another, I always tell this like, like celebrity, like embarrassing story. Um, one time my girl had interviewed, um, Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. Uh. And so he's like, oh yeah, I'm DJing at Foundation Room tonight. Like you guys should come. And so we go to Foundation Room, right? And he's DJing and we're sitting with like, with his manager, like drinking, you know, dancing. He's killing it. So he's like has all the jams on your girl likes to dance so i'm just like living my best life yeah. dancing like uh, uh, uh. and then um and then we're going to leave so we go to say bye to him right and i like he hugs my friend he goes to hug me and there's like you know we all have we all know like where we start sweating first right so i know like it's on my back and so like i i go to hug i feel him going to hug me right where right where i know for sure i'm sweating and like he we're hugging and he's like damn girl (laughs) he's like your back is sweaty damn girl he just straight up said it your back is sweaty and i was like and i was just like in my head i was like he's like I like that shit. Oh, he's like, he's like, that means you were dancing. And I was, but in my head, I was like, I want to like die right now. Oh. Like he Damn. just realized I was like sweaty. I was like, well, 
I mean, he called me out on it. Like, I guess it is what it is. But that's that's definitely one of my stories where I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, at wow. least he said though, I knew you were dancing. You yeah, he's, I mean? he's like, that means you were dancing. <laughs> he's like, that means you were dancing. And I was like, okay. See, I like those kind of stories though, because yeah. then it's like, you know, you could you could tell them to other people later. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's just there's something about funny, like awkward stories sometimes where I'm like, oh, that's tight. Yeah. You know, I don't get I don't get like embarrassed by I'm like, yeah, oh, that was tight. Yeah. Yeah, I've read, I've read my pants. I like I do I do a lot of like weddings and things like that. Uh-huh. And I've read my pants at at a wedding before. <laughs> really? Yeah. I know someone who read their pants. And and it's like it sucks when you're the guy that's supposed to be filming everything and then you get that to like a low angle and then you see, you, you hear like you don't you don't you don't even see it, but you feel it. Like yep. You feel that guy, like that air hitting yeah. your leg. Well, like, Whoa. Uh, I know one of my friends who will not be named, but is <laughs> a creative here in town, uh. working a, a venue here in town, and uh, he went to take a picture and he ripped his pants. And he wasn't wearing any underwear. <laughs> oh, damn. And the whole thing, like the whole. Oh, damn. He's going to kill me if he watches this. You know what's crazy? Like, would you get public indecency for that? I don't know. Like, pro- yo, there like, was a cop around, you probably well, could. Well, I, like- I, was, I was pulling up, of course, like a girl. I was lying and I said I was already walking in, uh. but I was just parking. And he's like, you need to, he's like, you need to get to your car and you need to come get me like right now. Whoa. Like, and so I was like, like a few okay. Times where you have and that he's emergency. like, first of all, you're a liar. Cause you said you were inside already. And I was like, well, weren't you happy I was in my car? And so like, like at first, like, um, he was running to my car yeah. like, with his sweater <laughs> and I thought he had like peed his pants. Cause like he was obviously covering the way he was walking weird. He was covering it. Like, I was like damn did this dude like shit his pants you know don't get in my car like, i'm not driving you anywhere like, what happened and he's like yo my pants ripped look and i saw everything and i was just like damn. bro like they were shredded and i was damn. like damn what did like, he do <laughs> what was he doing like, yo, he was getting that shot he was getting that shot <laughs> get something else <laughs> You gotta have our own segment on this show, bro. That one time you poop your pants. <laughs> oh my That's god. Crazy. That's the stuff that life is made out of though, man. Yeah. I like those stories. Yeah. yeah I think it good time. the the funny thing is that I think there's a couple like a lot of the things that I've done, like I was also um a clipper girl and we had to do this whole training on like not like acknowledging celebrities, you know? And it's like so I I'm used to celebrities and then I, I met Miguel. Do you guys remember Miguel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like randomest thing. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to take a picture with Miguel. And then he just looked at me and he said, hi. And it was the most like seductive thing I've ever heard in my life. Like he oh, literally damn. just said hi. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, what? You know, it's like some people it's, it's crazy. Like this star power that some people have, they yeah. just have this like charisma about did, them. Did, did he say like, it in falsetto? Is that why? No, he was just like, he was like, oh, hi. And oh, damn. Like, you got like, me already. Uh, Goosebumps. I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting this, Miguel. Like, it's also just R&B artists in general. You know, you see them on the screen doing yeah. their thing and you've already got this like fascination in your head about it, you know? So it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't even tripping. I was just like, okay, Miguel. Like, and then I was just like, man, yeah, I was like, who, <laughs> who thought I'd be like, you know, like all in like, like the hard eye emojis over yeah. Miguel. So um, I think like I think like celebrity stories are always the funniest. And then of course you hear some like 
I feel like sometimes like some people are disappointed. You'll hear like disappointing stories about someone yeah. you really like, you know? Oh, like, oh, this person was a jerk or something like that. Yeah. Sometimes okay. people are rude. Or, yeah. But but honestly, I've, I've had like really good experiences. with. Have everyone. you have you had anybody that you that you went in going like, oh, I'm not sure how this person's going to be. And then they surprise you and they're like in, like in a good way. Like, oh, damn. Um, really cool. I interviewed uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. OK, so she's in uh, 500 Days of Summer. She was in Kick-Ass. She oh, was... Uh, oh, I know who that is. Yeah. The, um, the white girl. What else? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> white girl. <laughs> the white girl. Very, well, I mean, you got a name like Chloe. You going... Yeah. Very rare in Hollywood, as yeah. we all know. Um, yeah. And so, like, everyone told me that she was going to be a bitch. Really? They're like, yeah. They're like, you know, I like, just had heard all these things. And so, I remember... I was just like worried. <laughs> I was like, didn't want to bring that out of her. So I was just like, but, um, she had stopped by the station because she, I think Hillary Clinton was coming to town and she was like supporting Hillary Clinton and coming by the station. Yeah. And so, um, so she was actually fine. She was, yeah. she was like, cool. Um, but I remember I was just like, you know, like I felt like there's like a dragon sitting in front of me and I <laughs> yeah. didn't want to like, but she was like, she was super sweet to me. So luckily I'm, I haven't had any bad encounters. I haven't had any bad things happen. It's all been funny. It's all been like good stuff. I actually think it's did, a good you... thing when somebody sets an expectation. Cause then it's like, it's like movies. Like I love when people say like, this movie's terrible. It's the worst movie ever. And then I watch it and I'm like, that was pretty good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause <laughs> like, you were already yeah, expecting like the was, worst movie yeah, ever. Prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I kind of, I, I kind of feel like there are some people who have that power, that like you said, star po- star power, mm-hmm. and then you, they're they're they end up being kind of like not maybe not intentional, but just because of the way they are, they kind of come off as an asshole. Well, like introvert, like maybe they're introverted, maybe they're just not good at talking. Yeah, but, and then it mean? leaves you to open to to interpret to interpret yeah. the the you know how they are like you know and it's, it's maybe not accurate but yeah yeah that's why i never really judge somebody like right away yeah like i try not to i don't I know will. Though. i'll be like Fuck. i don't do you, know do though. you judge yeah. me oh no definitely not well yeah i, well, the I first think thing i judge was a smile so it was 100 i think you have to judge everybody technically <laughs> like yeah. that's how you survive but she walked no, in for here, sure she walked in like, here and was like this is not a studio yeah. <laughs> no she came in with a big smile honestly, so I was like, oh. honestly i thought this was like in someone's basement or something oh, like, really? yeah. <laughs> like i was actually wondering where this was in, in y'all's house so it's nice. funny because we actually do get a basement do you really? Oh room. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> um, we also have a pool, <laughs> and, yeah. and it turns on. They got lights on it. Little LED there. lights. Really? Summer parties. Y'all cracking. Yeah. Schmood lighting in here. <laughs> you guys ready? Y'all. Y'all. We trying to be some... like Miguel, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put some. Put some Miguel on yeah. real quick. <laughs> we, we got Alexis in the house. You gotta tell her to play. Yeah. Try to play uh, Miguel. I thought she was gonna turn on. If, if you weren't doing radio, what do you think you would see yourself doing? Oh my gosh! If I if I wasn't um, or telemarketing, no. or, <laughs> cold calling. <laughs> uh, when I was little, I wanted to be a herpetologist. A what? A herpetologist. Huh? Herpetologist. Uh, yes, yeah, so I used to watch like Animal Planet when I was little. And so um, I was obsessed with the people that would like be in the jungles of Costa Rica and just like that's what they're called. They're like this. This caterpillar is a you know bubble you know they, the they know Dundee yeah basically <laughs> basically there's a, there's a few others but he's probably the most infamous one but you know yeah. they know about That's species and plants and like the environment and so 
I mean, I don't know how that would have worked out for me. Yeah. Wait, can you touch bugs? Like, can you touch a spider and you can pick up spiders and stuff? Or you can pick up anything. No, I mean, no, can you? Can I? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what's funny? I've had lots of like you know incidents. I I've been like in in the boyfriend situation. I've been the one to like actually take the bug out of the house oh. where like my boyfriend wanted to kill it i was like yeah it's a grasshopper like can you hold on for five seconds let me get it out of here oh. i'm not i'm not really scared no, of bugs i can't the I can't. only thing what's the f- <laughs> do, you have, do you have a fascination with like snakes um no what because I, I i feel like that's a thing that i'm seeing more of now like i'm seeing a lot of girls on instagram like taking photos with like an exotic snake wrapped around oh, tarantulas and, and it's like, like a trend and i was like Ooh, they're letting like the spider go in inside in in the mouth and outside the mouth i'm yeah, like yeah. like you know like i'm not scared of tarantulas <laughs> you know what i mean but i, I think i think if, you, if i woke up with one you just said you didn't want to like you don't get bugs out <laughs> of your house you some, said you're freaked out by bugs yeah, of course you're true. scared I of lied. a tarantula yeah i think like <laughs> when i just see them like when somebody's like they're they're not wild it's trained i'm like oh, okay like, i can hold it there. but then no. like if there was one in the wild i'd freak out because no I'm that's like, people who have lions as pets oh no i have had him since, I he, was, was gonna say, since he was three months how do you nope. train a spider though like i feel like you know i don't know because i've seen i've seen people who yeah. have like spiders and they're like crawling on them and they'll they eat let them in their shirt or, yeah they'll put Wait, them what? in like the, <laughs> they're like so eat? going inside the mouth and i'm like like they'll close their mouth and they'll just be like crawling inside the mouth I don't and then know about they'll open up the mouth and like all these spiders come out. I'm like, all right. So I, I didn't want to be that. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you for sure can. Yeah, I, I, I'm <laughs> totally cool. I'm totally cool with like okay. bugs and stuff. But like, I don't know how I would have done with like creatures. Like, I think I saw like a, yeah. a raccoon once and I was just like, it's a raccoon. <laughs> They're just ferocious. That thing's that's big. What scares like me. They're, See, they're big, kind of. When you have an animal that's that's the size of a raccoon, which is what like that big, maybe, right? And then they're fast. That scares me. Really? That's like seeing. Imagine you see a cockroach that can fly. Oh no! Ooh, no. Well, and they have like thumbs. Yeah, thumbs. Wait, the cockroaches? Yeah, no. Raccoons have thumbs, like opposable. Like yeah, they, can... they have like hands. They have like Damn, little that's hands. So weird. They are pretty ferocious too. Like that's the one thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how we got on that conversation. Yeah. Oh, because <laughs> I think she we wanted were... to be um uh what a herpetologist. That? Well, that's Herpet- what I wanted to be when I was younger. Um, I think I think if I wasn't doing radio or DJing or anything in audio or music, um, I think. I think I would have been good at mar- some type of marketing or so- some yeah, something. Sales. Yeah. I probably, I hate sales, but I'm probably, I'm like really good at it. <laughs> and so it's just kind of that It'd thing. It'd be one of those like, people making millions a year. Just oh, like another I- day. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> killing it. Be- being a radio personality, do you ever have friends that text you and go like, oh, can you play this song? Um, you know, a lot of people will call me and they'll like ask for random songs. I think I think the biggest thing also is that people think that I could put their song on the radio, like like local you know? artists, like local yeah, artists, yeah, like stuff? a lot of local artists who I've like tried to give advice to, and you know, and so um, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and make this its own video, but, <laughs> yeah, please. But it's just like you know, I think that's the biggest thing is that people think that yeah. I'm in full control of what's played and I'm in full control of what gets played, and it's like, look, there's rules, there's rules to this. I can't just put any song on the radio, you know, like I don't have that power. What do you mean, Nudia? You follow me on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Are you acting brand new? <laughs> what do you mean you can't play Wait, my single real quick though if you had the money could you pay the radio station to play that track 
Or is there big? How does that work? Um, well, that that is uh, referred to as payola and plugola, and those are illegal. Oh damn! Um, but it oh, is it, in the sense of you for us to play your song like it's in rotation. So if you had a song called What's Up and it's like you hear Cardi B and then you hear your song What's Up and then you hear the next song and it sounds like it's in rotation and you paid me, that's illegal. Or if you're like, hey, I have a flower t-shirt business. Could you like, you know, uh, like like just give, like hide an ad in there? And I'm just like, hey, like my friend has this flower t-shirt business, his website's blah, blah, blah. But you paid me like on the, on the down low. Like that's, yeah. that's Plugola. But um, Plugola. I guess if you wanted to pay the radio station, you could like technically buy a commercial. Yeah. I and where, say, you, there's where you promote your song. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So there's things like that, but, um, but yeah, the radio industry is pretty interesting and like, but it's all, you know, we have program directors, we have bosses who program the station, who decide, you know, what songs get played and what songs don't. And, you know, of course. So you already have like a set list to pick from when you go into work or like to, you know, make your playlist or whatever you, you can't just go, Oh shit, I heard this new uh, red hot chili pepper song last night. Yeah. I'm going to play that. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it's programmed. Um, I could like, you know, if I, if I hear a song, just like boss, like when are we going to play that? Like new chain smoker song? I heard (laughs) it and I liked it, you know? And so, um, so, but, but pretty much it's just like, you know, your TV, like it's, it's already programmed when you go in there. Uh, Is that why you enjoy DJing? Like actual, you know what? It's, um, it's kind of, it's kind of a big contrast because in one sense, like when I go into the radio station, I have no control Yeah, over what gets played. Mm -hmm. And then when I DJ, now I have complete control. So it's, it's it's really weird because then like you asked me, I'm just like, what am I going to play? Like I could play what, what I think I should play, you know? Um, but luckily I think like music selection and music choice and working in radio helps me like, you know, know what people like Yeah. and then DJing. It's just, it all kind of like flows together really nice, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I just, I love music, you know, and I just, I love all types of music, but I've always been a sucker for like shallow dance pop music, you mm-hmm. know, like I just love like just all the curly shit, you know? <laughs> so is that what you're going to be throwing down at a Cricket's Playhouse? Like well, oh, you know what? It, you or? know, at a, it is Valentine's Day. So I think we're going to get in our fields. Love and, then, and then maybe get out of our fields, you know? So, yeah. so if you're a local artist, you can hit up Nudie. <laughs> She'll <laughs> play your song there. By yeah. email. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, yeah. So that's kind of funny. And one last thing. As a DJ, do you like taking requests? You know, um, I'm still like a new DJ, Mm -hmm. so requests help me a lot. Oh, Um, really? Oh, okay. They do because if I'm at a party and maybe it's going okay, like maybe this person that's gives me the song, it's happened before. Like, cause again, I've since, since I have like, I haven't even been DJing like, like publicly like booking gigs for like, like not even like a year now. So I've done like weddings, I've done corporate events, I've done, you know, like like bars. I I've done all types of stuff. And so um like sometimes when I do get a request, it'll really like get the room going and then yeah. it helps me. Like it's just like okay. Um but I can see to where requests could be really annoying if someone like if you're a DJ and you you're on your flow and you're you're in it. I could see how it's like really annoying because it's like you're playing hip hop and then they ask for like Barbie. 
Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, it's like if they ask for something, you're like, how am I gonna get there? Yeah, like, like I'm playing like I'm two chains right now. You're at one forty, yeah. like yeah, nah, it's like what are we gonna like? I'm that's that's a whole different mood mm-hmm. you're going into, you know, <laughs> like so so I could see to where it's like why someone wouldn't play requests or something, but I'm still kind of I'm still pretty like no, that's open cool though. It. It definitely keep an open mind. I just uh, yeah, I'd let people know like just let the DJ. That's his job yeah that's her job let her do her thing yeah you know it's funny because before i actually started like i knew a lot of djs so like i would go to their gigs with them and you know you're kind of you know that they're doing something over there like you're like i know you're like working i don't really know what you're doing but i know you're busy and then when you start djing you're just like yeah now i know what you're talking Mm -hmm. about like it's Mm -hmm. you're like thinking five ten songs ahead of like what you're actually playing and like reading the crowd and stuff like that so um so it's 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 super fun though you know i think like no matter what you do if you could have fun and make a paycheck it's always like a good day yeah yeah Yeah, 100 do you do you working in radio um I would I would say just as somebody who listens to radio, do you think there's been a a a, a push or like a, a a quote unquote interruption? Has radio been interrupted by things like podcasting, things like you know Spotify, you can Spotify yes. like has mm. like how, what what's your take on that and how do you think radio's like fighting to 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 you know fight you know stay on top? I think um I think it's it's always been I think for radio it's always been like the ceiling's going to collapse like like the sky's falling yeah. forever because you have to remember radio was the original TV radio was the original it was the original medium mm-hmm. for entertainment media and news and then you we got TV and then we got the internet and then it's like, oh, radio's for sure gonna die, you know? Like when TV came out and then the internet and then, you know, Instagram and then, you know, now we have social media and streaming now. So it's like if you wanna hear new music, you could or you could listen to Spotify in your car. You don't need to turn on the radio anymore to hear music. Like, um, so there's there's been definitely a hit, you know, as opposed to like before. Um, but the biggest thing I think is that I feel like radio has used some of these things to its advantage. Like radio has gotten in on the social media game, you know, Mm -hmm. like the stations have sites and we're trying to deliver content. And it's like the way I see it is that we could use these things to like help us. Right. You know, because Mm -hmm. the thing about radio, that's never going to change is that one it's in your car. So guess what? If your phone dies, boom we got you we got you you know uh but it's but it's also one of those things as to where it's like if you're on instagram and i post on behalf of the radio station i'm giving away um travis scott tickets and you're on instagram and i'm like hey we're giving away travis scott tickets in 10 minutes and you're like well let me like try to win these travis scott tickets like i want to go you know so i think like we could use these things to make radio better and it's definitely had to it's made us had to be smarter about right. certain things like for that. sure it's definitely like it's you'll hear about the old radio days you know like and so it's, it's definitely like a little bit sad also like radio personalities were the original like influencers you know they really were 100 yeah, percent. yeah so before social media came up yep we were the ones doing the interviews we were the ones um trying products and telling you what products to use yep. and like we we're the ones getting the sponsorships we still do sometimes um but we've also like you know like like 
the breakfast club they put up interviews like it's like millions of views yep. you know like they'll put up their interview with like takashi 69 and so that's like, why i like i like what ad is doing you yeah know, with the, with the rate, little interviews and the youtube and everything like that yeah i think things like that do help because sometimes somebody maybe you miss an interview mm-hmm. where are you gonna go watch it afterwards you know what i mean like so i think you yeah 100 yeah. using i i love i love ad he's super creative dude um and i think that you know like the biggest thing that radio has going for us is that like we are in las vegas we're like hyper local that's the way i like to say like it's hyper local we could like key into what's going on in our community and the culture here and it like again when i moved here i didn't realize that vegas had like there's kind of there's culture here you know there's like there's events it may not be the biggest city but we're like still getting together and we're still, we're still growing building yeah. a, we're we're building a community you know like there's people out here that like we are our own like network and we're supporting each other and so that's really awesome and that's not something like i thought i was gonna encounter here you know i just thought like there's people partying on the strip so um so yeah definitely i feel like we could use these mediums to help radio um it's definitely not like the only media source like it used to be yeah. right but um but yeah so i know i know a lot of people and that's the thing is that like when i was getting out of college and you tell people what you want to do i remember a lot of people were like well isn't like radio dead you know like oh isn't, isn't that gonna be hard there's really not that many jobs you know and then you do it and you actually like there's so many people that have been like wow like you really did it like you said you were going to do it and you did it and i'm like yeah because if there's nothing holding you back like you could do whatever you want to do mm-hmm. you know if you want to be a scuba diving instructor right now you could do it yeah. you know so it's you like you can find a career in anything yeah so it's like whatever you want to do like do it and then i always tell people like i've gone back to my college to speak mm-hmm. and like the biggest thing yeah yeah because I, I like to go because i remember when i was there um like some of the speakers helped me out but i remember you know like making moves but like i wasn't good yet you know like i was still pretty green but i never thought if i had stopped and thought like hey am i like good like i probably wouldn't have i would probably wouldn't be here Cause I was just like trying to, I just wanted to get on a mic somewhere. I just, I was hungry for it, you know? Yeah. So like, it's like, don't think about whether you're good enough or not. Just make moves like you are and like be positive That's and persistent. Dope. And like, you can make anything happen, you know? That's some solid advice yeah. right there. I know. How, how would you say, <clears throat> losing my voice there. Uh, how, would you, how would you say being Agua. a, there you go. I gotta get the alkaline. <laughs> yeah, get that alkaline. <laughs> alkaline. How would you how would you say that uh, radio being a radio personality DJ has affected your life? Like in terms of moving from place to place, is that something you also look forward to? Like how how do you th- do do you think it's encouraging your lifestyle? Like to be your, to be a DJ where you can be mobile and go from one place to another? Because I don't know. I was thinking about like what if you did get married? What if you have like kids? You know, like and then oh, yeah. and then like now you got to go to New York. Like how does yeah, that work? You know, you know um, I do think. Well, the funny thing, I said I was engaged when I got here. I'm yeah. no longer engaged. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, but, but again, I feel like you, you find yourself through these experiences. Like coming to Vegas, I grew up, I became a big girl. I got my own place, paid my own bills and started working on my career, you know? And so, um, unfortunately, especially for, I feel like a lot of males and females, you'll like see this. 
like they aren't really settled down yet you know a lot of djs that you know probably like don't have like the white picket fence and the, and the marriage yet and so um i think like it, it affects your your lifestyle because it's a lifestyle mm-hmm. you know um like a lot of my week there's like pr events that i'm going to around town you know like radio shows radio gigs concerts you know if i'm playing a dj so gig nonstop yeah hustle. so you're busy and it's a social lifestyle and there's not a lot of people that understand that. Like if you're trying to get into a relationship, right. um, very few people will be like, oh, I totally understand why you need to be out all day during the week. Yeah. So, you know, like I understand why you need to go to this party and the drinks are free. And, you know, so so um, it's like a whole lifestyle. And I think um, I think the biggest thing for me is that it's just like if you don't have your own shit figured out, like you're not going to bring other people into it. Uh, like you know like i'm still building myself i'm still building my equity and my net worth and you know myself as a talent and as a brand it's like if i was to like get married or have a kid it's like i don't even have my own stuff figured out you know right but i think like eventually like once you get to a certain point it will get easier Mm -hmm. hopefully you know i don't know but i've seen it work for other people you know Mm mm-hmm we can balance it all out and everything. Yeah, yeah. you got to know yourself cuz if you know if you if you don't know yourself and you're put in a situation where you kind of have to make a decision it, yeah. like, like like that it's it's eh, yeah, it can be kind of hard. But I feel <clears> like that's that's creatives in general. Like I yeah. feel like a lot of us like Oh yeah. like we we don't it takes us like longer to settle down because we don't know where we're There's be. so much yeah, going on like in it, your yeah. head. You're like you could I'm trying to build an empire. What are yeah. you talking about? I don't got like, time for kids. <laughs> what if National Geographic's like, yo, bro, can you take pictures of lions in Africa for six months? We'll pay you like fucking eighty K, you know? Okay. It's like <laughs> right. So it's like you could get a call at any time to, right. that'll take you anywhere. So it's like I'll take that right there, man. Eighty K yeah. for six months? Oh yeah. I'm dropping everything. <laughs> you, Goodbye morning dinner. You'll have the most fun <laughs> morning dinner. Goodbye morning dinner. Like, take you on the road. Hi Nadia, the new host of morning dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that salary is more than enough for you and me, bro. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so dumb. Um, is there is there something about about radio that people wouldn't know? Are there any like hidden industry secrets? You know what? I think I think the funniest thing that people would the funniest thing for me too, like when I was interning, was um was that when I walked in the station, you know, like you can't cuss on the radio. Mm-hmm. But you walk around the station and you'll hear every word in the book. Yeah. You hear some person, fuck, like, where's my paper? You know, like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? And so people are just like, people have horrible mouths. We say whatever. Um, and so also it's just, it's super like cool. Cause we have like jock meetings every week. So uh-huh. it's like everyone in one room and we're all personalities. Yeah. So it's just funny to see like the whole room gets so loud because everyone loves talking. Yeah. And we're all talking. <laughs> Everybody loves talking. <laughs> That's the thing about radio people too is that we could talk. So yeah. like once I know I'm I head into that building, it's gonna be a minute before I get out because yeah. you start talking to this person. So like everyone is like everyone has personality and is like talkative and so yeah. um I think that's the funniest thing that I learned when I walked in because I didn't think about it. I'm like, oh like yeah, to be a personality, you have personality yep. and you like to talk. Yeah. So um, it's just funny to see all these different people run around, you know? Yeah. And uh, I would say like, cause I want to ask you on this, like 
if you have a long day and you're tired how do you how do you bring that personality out you know what and does it feel weird does That's it a damage question. you you know, you know what i mean I, uh, it's so funny because I think um, I almost emailed you about this too. I was like, there's a time last year where I had like, I was like super low point in my life. Like I had like gotten like go from a station. I was going through a breakup oh. and I like at the same time and I got hired at Kelly C and oh my gosh, it was, it was, it was just super, super crazy and um it was like a pretty low point for me where like you sometimes you question you're like what am i doing with my yeah. life like where is this should i just like I work that. at walgreens you know <laughs> like what is what is the point you know yeah. we get super existential and yeah. stuff and um it was a tough point in my life and i remember like you know those things are like sometimes it's hard for you to like get out of bed and i'm a super happy person that's mm-hmm. never happened to me before and so I was like, you know, like, and you like have to push yourself, Yo. get yourself to the station and put a smile on your face yeah. and sound happy because no one wants to hear you sat on the radio, yeah, exactly. you know, like no one wants to hear that. Like, yeah. so I remember, um, there's a couple breaks that I did and I was super heartbroken. And I remember like the, like it was hard for me to smile and i remember like while i was doing it after i did it i'm like yo like you're gonna do this because um you aren't gonna sound sad on the radio because that's you're boring you know what if you, what are you gonna do be like so i've got Taylor swift tickets coming up <laughs> you know? um in five minutes here's alessia cara on klc you know it's just like no you're not gonna do that you're yeah. like look you're gonna fake it until you make it all right yeah. so you gotta have that natural high mm-hmm. yeah that, so yeah. you just you have to push yourself if you're having a bad day yeah. if you're not feeling good it. if you're blah 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 you know what you you open the mic and you talk for 20 seconds you talk for 20 th- you could fake it for 20 30 seconds oh, yeah. and then you could go back to being sad after you know <laughs> so uh that's, so that's true that's so funny <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say um do you do you have any like secret secrets to like bringing that personality that that hype out because for me it's like a red bull i took a red bull i don't care how tired i am I'm, you know i don't hype. take i don't take uh energy drinks and i don't drink coffee either <gasps> oh, wait damn. you don't drink coffee period no what? i what about hate coffee so no caffeine tastes like dirty water what about any type of caffeine i don't Tea? you know what um my family did a great thing my mom always told me uh well she told me i was allergic to cigarettes and so i never tried cigarettes <laughs> and then and then uh my she told me soda wasn't meant for me that it was an adult drink oh, so damn. so i didn't so i didn't grow up drinking soda and then my grandma was like addicted to coffee so i always just thought it was weird <laughs> so, like, so I, up, so. yeah i didn't like i don't like i never I was never big on caffeine. Damn, Dang. So you don't have any caffeine in I your body right caffeine, now? No. Well, so good for you too. No. So like, I don't, so I don't know. Like if I was to take like coffee and a Red Bull and drink some soda, I don't know what the fuck would happen. I'd probably start bouncing off the walls. Watch you go in reverse. You're like, Hey, everybody. like your monotone now. It's like, Whoa. Yeah. So like, I think that's, I think like, I don't know. I've just been like, this is how I am. But a lot of people like, have, a lot of people have just been like, how are you so like happy all the time? I'm like, 
I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, I so love like yeah. life and people, you know. So it's kind of like a natural thing. Are you completely against like drinking like coffee? Like let's say I was like, hey Nudia, try my coffee real quick. No. You you would say no. Um. I mean, maybe if I was trying to be nice, I'd drink it, but I wouldn't <laughs> like it, you know? Really? No, because- Wait, have I, you tried it before, though, or did you just- You know, I tried it. I actually Instagram storied when I tried it, uh, and um, because I had- My sister had come to visit me, and I had taken her out that whole week, and I was filling in on a sports station, mm. and I had to be there at 4 a.m., and we had gone to Cricket's Playhouse the night before, and okay. so I got, like, oh, I, I got like half an hour of sleep, and I was like, yo, this, this is boring. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to fall asleep right in this yeah. chair. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to drink. They all drink coffee. I see yeah. everyone drinking coffee. At the so, station? So yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have some coffee. And then like I Instagram storyed it. I was like, this is my first time drinking coffee. Was and it I was straight like, black? Or did you put cream? I don't know what it was. Oh, oh, they tried to put some creamer and some sugar. It was gross. It was gross. Really? Yeah. Yeah, bean I, juice. I, I, I get where she's coming from. Cause I used to always see like my grandma drinking coffee too. And yeah. I would try to drink from it. And I was like, Oh, this is like the stale <laughs> flavor. Like there's nothing sweet about it. Like, but I think like as the older I got, the more I started realizing it helps. <laughs> yeah. It does help. Cause, cause like sometimes I'm just tired, but just a little bit of coffee. We're like, mm. and the taste is not, it's kind of like alcohol. You know what I mean? Like oh, you we don't drink it. Yeah. We don't, we, we don't, we don't drink. Or people people don't drink alcohol because like, Oh, I can't wait to try some new, you know, it's like, you 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 want to get messed up, you yeah. Know? yeah. So it's like, I mean, I don't drink anymore, but you know, yeah. <laughs> Other people. Oh, here we go. I mean, I do. If you want to send me a bottle, <laughs> y'all know where I'm at. Station hey, address. Hey, hey. There we'll you go. Link the station What's your address favorite, below. Uh, any PO box or something? Um, Tequila, vodka. Yeah, me too. Vodka. I'm a vodka yeah. person. I'm a vodka person. For vodka, sure. soda, about, water, and lemon. How about That's whiskey? It. Uh, I mean, <laughs> honestly, you put anything in front of me, I'll drink it. Like, if it's free, it's for me. Bye-bye, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, that's um, a good cash line. That line. If it's free, it's, it's for it's, me. It's for me. So that's that's how I feel all the time. Uh, so, um, what, what were we talking about? Coffee or or yeah. uh, advice to be hyped Pet or yeah. yeah? Do you or do you just naturally have that that persona? You're like, you just snap your fingers, and you're I, like, good to go. I'm usually pretty like upbeat. Um, mm-hmm. if I'm like feeling down. Like you just kind of know you need to turn it on, you know. Yeah. You're like, all right, let's, that's a really good. Let's trait, turn it on, you know. We gotta, we gotta get it going. So, because I mean, of course, there's times where I'm tired or I'm not feeling it or I'm just like, but it's like, yo, we got it. You got to keep going. Like, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do? Yep. So can't let life get you down like that. No, or you need to get this bread. You know, <laughs> get this bread. Are, are you currently uh, Netflix binging anything, or do you even do Netflix? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I know myself and i know not to do netflix but but i have i have hulu and then my mom's like i got i have a netflix account and so i have all these things where i can't binge watch i you have ne- access to them i never binge watch because i'm like no i know myself i'm gonna put on like i've never seen game of thrones put on one episode and, and then watch like, the whole thing you know i'm gonna be there for like four days yeah so i never do it then the other night i had a night off and i was like oh you know what dun, dun, dun. i'm gonna get some I'm going to order some thin crust pizza. Okay. Some thin crust. Oh, yeah. Right Yo, I'm going to eat the whole thing by myself. Okay. Let's get some thin crust pizza. Yeah, it's it's going to be me, my couch, and my cats. And I'm going to watch some. So usually I just go to true crime yeah. because I could get myself out of that hole quick. Yeah. You know, you just watch one episode, then you're good. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch some true, true crime. And then that, that Netflix um series you had come on yo yes yes okay so she's on it i was like you know what i had wanted to watch it because the 
trailer was really interesting on Netflix. You know, he's talking to you. He's yep. so creepy. I was like, I like, and he's from Gossip Girl. I didn't know that. He's from Gossip Girl. I didn't know that. So I was like, I like this guy. And, um, and I saw people posting about it and I was like, you know what? It's going to hurt. I'm just going to watch one episode. Nope. Nope. 5 a.m. Right, 10 baby. episodes later. Well, you watched the whole I thing in one sitting? the whole thing in Whoa. one sitting. And the reason why I stayed in that night was because I know, I was like, if I go out, your girl likes to drink, your girl likes to dance, I'm going to be out all night, and then I'm going to like wake up late tomorrow. It's going to be an unproductive day. Yeah. So yeah. I stayed in because <laughs> I didn't want to go out because I yeah. didn't want to go to sleep late. And you know what happened? Went sleep, I went to sleep old. even later yeah. than I would at 5 a.m. And it, it's funny, too, because like you get in those binges and you're falling asleep. But you're like, I'm going <laughs> to stay up and watch yeah. this last no, episode. It's, it's, it's like, always Whoa. like the last five, seven minutes of the show that you're like, oh, hell no. How is he going to get out of this situation? You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, God damn you're, it. You're like, like, the whole show, maybe, maybe it, was, it was a good show. It was a good episode. But those last five minutes, you're always. like, oh. Yeah, I gotta watch the next, and you're, and then you're like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll only watch half. I'll only yeah, watch half. That's yeah. like, so that's why I, that's the only thing I've ever binge watched because I know myself. I will sit there, and and I've always been proud to be like, I never been watch anything. I never, <laughs> I'm not gonna sit there for hours like y'all. And I sat there and I watched. <laughs> so what do you think of it? <sighs> it was so good. Yes, it was so good. I can't wait yeah. for season two. Me either. I need season two. <laughs> and then it stopped, and I was like. And so uh, I was just like, so that's that's what I binge watch. That's the only show I've been wa- binge watched so far. Nice. Yeah. I haven't started Game of Thrones though. You haven't started Game of Thrones? I've never watched it. So I think like once I get there, I'm probably gonna have no life. Yeah, I feel like you should. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it either. I'm waiting. He's I'm waiting, waiting for it. He's waiting for it to be done. done so oh, just... see, I haven't watched that or The Walking Dead or so I haven't done any yeah. of those things yet because I'm like scared. I'm t- scared I'm gonna go in that. Like binge watch it? Yeah, sorry. So are you are you going <laughs> See, to my court thing <laughs> came down? No, I'm just so. wondering like what's going on under that table. Yeah. That must look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now nah, I, I don't know. No, no spoilers, but like you can you can skip <laughs> you can you can skip uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> like the first few seasons, are it got me. Are no, good. the first three seasons are some of the best TV I've ever seen. Like, <sighs> it's like just boring. It's just so dope. Like the cosmetics, you know, the acting, the casting, everything was dope, man. But then it's like I don't know, just the kinda, same it thing kinda, over and it kinda, over. Kind of, it's like crypto goes up, goes up, and then it just flatlines for a while, and it just never goes back up to its all time high. I mean, I, I, th- I thought it was gonna go back yeah. up. I thought it was gonna go back up. Um, this last season. Because they just started. Introdu- Are you gonna watch it? Or can I spoil it? Can I spoil it for you? Don't spoil it. Yeah, don't, don't spoil, spoil it. <sighs> yeah, well, someone's listening. Okay, well then I'll just say that there was a part where I was like, okay, damn, they're gonna change the game with this show. Like everybody's no, been, right. everybody thought it was downhill. Like, nah, they're gonna introduce a new concept to the whole thing. Nope, it was a lie. Ah, oh, that's stupid. So, so that sucks. That's good to know, though. But yeah, yeah. Just three seasons. That's yeah. it. I think that kind of wraps up the podcast here. Yeah, sorry, um, I need to post on Instagram. Right no, now. You're, oh, no, you're good. <laughs> She's like, I got, I got to go to work right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so real quick, uh, where, where can people find you online if they want to hit you up and kind of like start a conversation? Well, my Venmo is uh, dollar <laughs> hey, sign. That was perfect. <laughs> you know what's so funny Damn, that's is that time. you know if you could if you could like put this on your story or anything, yeah. like I want to make a meme because this one guy. You got 10 seconds. He found me. Oh, do I really have 10 seconds? <laughs> no, no, oh my gosh. You scared me. You scared me. Okay. So he, um, he, uh, he found me on a app and then he, he, he added me on Facebook. I ignored him. He added me on Instagram. I ignored him. He added me on 
Twitter, I ignored him. And then this dude added me on Venmo. And I was like, oh, huh, what's your name? <laughs> what's <Whoa>. your name? <laughs> yeah, what do you want? This, huh, now, now I'm interested. Now yeah. you've piqued hey. my curiosity. Add me on who Venmo. Add, who adds so anybody I know on Venmo? <laughs> like, That's a new app. Instead of like, it's like a sugar, sh- sugar Ooh, baby app. Sugar, and you just, sugar you, daddy. The only way you can talk to somebody is if you give them a certain amount. They're like, my Damn. talking amount is $5. I want to switch that camera angle. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just like, yo, add me on Venmo so I know it's real. Okay? Like, it's just. Venmo or Cash App. That's, I'll hear it. But, but Venmo, you know, honestly, Venmo is kind of dangerous because Venmo has a feed. So you can see what people are paying other people. You yeah, know? that's why I put but mine on private. It. Yeah, I put mine on, pu- pu- on Do you private. really? Yeah. yeah. So is, no matter how much I send them, it just says Keen Paid Chuck. Mine's all out there. You'll see my tan girl. I'm like, thanks, girl. Or I just pay somebody and I put Pornhub and they're like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, I see, you know what? I see that all the time. Yeah. Like, I see like random stuff. <laughs> they're like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, I put mine on, on private because anybody can put anything. Because I'll do that. (laughs) I found myself in the hole. So my uh, my ads, okay, at Nudia on air on Instagram and Twitter, N U D I A on air. Boom. Um, and then if you if you really want to find me on Facebook, I guess I'm not that interesting though, but. You can find me on there. I'm sure. I found you on Facebook. You you just put Nudia, and I'm like one of the only people that pops up. So that's kind of cool though about your neck, your neck, your, your name, your name and how unique it is. I, I was I thinking, neck. I was thinking name and unique. And I said neck. I was just mm. going to say, I usually tell people that you call me nudie. Nudie. I feel like it's a little easier, nudie. you know, nudie, nudes, nude. I'll reply to any of that. Nudes. Hey, nudie send me nudes. Yeah. Hey. If you're like, nudes, well, was I'm there like, any inspiration behind that name or was it just, it was just nudie? It was actually, <laughs> so my mom said, uh, I never really asked. And then my mom told me that uh, it was my dad's ex-girlfriend's name Ooh. and she had liked it. She had liked her name. So she named me Nudia. Oh, damn. So I don't know where it comes from. I don't know, like anything. I tried damn. to Google. I was like, what does the name Nudia mean? And yeah. like nothing came up on Google. Yeah. Um. So sometimes I'll just make up stories and tell people. Yeah. Like, what's your name mean? Like, it means golden rush treasure you know it's just like you know i'll yeah, just like start making like, up stuff i'll be like in in tibet in russian or you know i'll mm-hmm. just like start like yeah so that's that's well, that's it i'll tell you how i got my name keem it was an accident <laughs> mom was trying to name me k-i-n-g king like like a ray you know and she couldn't speak spanish she couldn't, she couldn't speak english it's so adorable. Yet. she couldn't speak english so when the doctor no, are you serious she said king <laughs> and so then the doctor named me Keem. When he sent me a he sent me a text or he showed me a text his mom sent him and it said baby tower tower. Look, <laughs> my mom's Mexican. So There's a lot of these, but the, yeah. the way they text sometimes, it makes my day. Yeah, like my mom's <laughs> Asian, so she says like her L's and R's switch, so she's like, Shabu- oh, Shabu- she's like you work at Sapphire Crub. <laughs> like I'm like what mom? If she says refrigerator, yeah, I'm like whoa. Do they really so do that? Cute. So cute. Aww. Shout out to moms everywhere. I know. Go buy your mom moms. a flower for Mother's Day. Stop. It was Valentine's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Are you just saying for Mother's Day in general? Oh, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. There we go. That's a good place to stop. Oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you guys for thank tuning in. We'll catch you guys in the next morning dinner. Bye. Later. Damn refrigerator. I sure am hungry.